pride ourselves on quality here at DWA. <laughs> is that what we do? I think so. Yeah. It sounds uh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. We have some food. Yeah. Do we have batteries in the, the test game? <laughs> we should. Okay. We replaced them last time. Oh, that's true. It'll be all good. So this is it. This is it. Look this at you guys. It. This is awesome. This is driving well awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do this? Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Art. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. I'm Eric. Eric, what is up? What's up? Thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't you give us your Instagram name? Uh, you can check me out at Eric Horton Design. <laughs> totally obsessed with... <laughs> anything automotive mainly porsches but um yeah i don't know it's instagram has saved my life in a lot of ways know, it's crazy right yeah, like, i think all of us <laughs> it's nuts like you know it just like opened up a whole new world so it's fun to um be able to express a side of my life that i didn't have another outlet for yeah and that's yeah. kind of how we kind of got in touch yeah, with you and I, I mean through Kenepa cars and coffee i and... think uh somebody made a comment on on one of my photos and then i'm like i don't i didn't know who the hell you guys were <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was like thing. right before we had our first uh cars and coffee yeah yeah when yeah, Kenepa so, ended oh yeah. was that recent yeah, yeah it was recent. uh you know whatever right, maybe yeah, it was this time last year scott's valley yeah, yeah. and uh yeah. eric eric said oh you guys are doing he commented on ours and then yeah met up and there you made, he had empty promises <laughs> for us. Oh. Right. yeah we were like these poor orphans trying to look for a place to oh live yeah that's right oh, i forgot our, about that I was, I, was, I was gonna have the yeah hosted in the parking yeah. lot and yeah. human resources shut that shit down <laughs> which the whole time when you when you offered it to us we we're like man is that gonna be allowed i guess so we're, we're i was so utterly confident that I it was no we, and we were already planning like a full carnival scene too oh, we were like renting the ferris wheel and yeah we had the popcorn what, machine what i probably should have done is just said show up and I you know not open the facility and right, nobody right, right. ever done yeah it, for yeah. sure yeah mm -hmm. but I was trying to do the right thing no it's yeah. probably better that they nixed it yeah and we didn't like burn rubber on your parking lot well, and then cause trouble like, for you right this the the jackasses with the Audi crew this week when they yeah. rolled into and and they're they're doing U turns right in front of Kenepa and full and throttle ju all the way to the start complete. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. What was that like? About? They were doing U-turns, and then they they gun it from one end of the lot all the way to where you go in. So why don't you guys review Can I Pick Cars and Coffee for this month? Because I wasn't there. Yeah. So I'd who like went? All of us went, right? Eric, I, I went. I didn't go. I mean, Warren's the only yep. one that didn't go. Yeah. Art, you made it. Yep, I made it. What'd you bring? Uh, what did I bring? Nine three. I brought the nine three out. Okay. Yeah, I put a for sale sign on it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Posted on the a, a, gauge. I posted <laughs> it. Yeah. I incorporated it into the like the horn button. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you made it in Porsche script. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he parked three blocks away. Everybody, yeah. Parked across the street at the deli. And um, you're, you're gonna sell it for less than you bought it for. I hope. <laughs> That's the only way to move these things. Right. Um, it's easier that way. Yeah. No. I drove the nine nine three out, and you know, I revved the shit out of the car on the way in multiple <laughs> times, just because that's all I got. Did you? Man. It's just another nine nine three. You still have your little fender. No, I fixed the little fender nice. deal. Yeah. Yeah. So nice, I heat gun a little bit of a rubber oh, mallet action he and uh, it. Oh. yeah, hand it yeah. nice no uh, baseball bat involved there was a baseball bat involved okay. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah been, so it's it, this i've done this before it's a baseball bat with a duct tape roll on it 
a full roll of duct tape? No, or do you like half roll? So that you actually rolled, you actually put the tape on the bat, or you no, no, slide no, like, it over slide the bat? it over yeah. the thing, and then you and it. so and then you lower it onto you, the, so you, you raise slide the car. How do you slide it over uh, with KY jelly? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> and so then yeah, you just put it in, like under there. You jack up the car first, and then you lower it onto that, and so it's like very kind of compliant, right? And then yeah, it is. the metal there is <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and yeah, then you just kind of massage it. You know, you heat. Uh, and then, uh, and then next thing you know, it just squirts everywhere. That's taking it too far. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyways, yeah, I fixed the little. Um, I we guess fixed I, it up right. Yeah, Warren's referring to um, a little incident that I had at Laguna Seca. I was kind of off-roading in the 993. I love it. It's like saying, like, it's kind of like saying like my cousin died at, on 9/11, and it's like, yeah, he was in Indiana, <laughs> you know? and it was 2005. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was a bike messenger, and uh, you know, yeah. He was side. attending a race. Right. Uh, attending a race. Yeah, yeah. It was, so your tire went up, and then it hooked on your fender. Yeah, my car's and low, and basically, down. and it pulled the the fender lip down, and basically, we just had to roll low that life, puppy back you know, in there. Stance yeah. for days. So Canepa, okay, so uh, I don't know. I showed up somewhat sometime and checked it out. <laughs> you I didn't really. Your car? Uh, yeah, I parked it across the street. Rest Dude, don't even worry about it. Lane didn't even bring a camera. About my phone. phone. Yeah, but typically you have your ah, camera. I didn't feel like. <laughs> but not just that. It's like, what is it? The sixth. Yeah, I didn't uh, feel like lugging around the camera. Dude. You're gonna see ninety percent of the same cars. Or yeah, I was, I, I was fine. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's just, yeah, you were going it, super Eric, relaxed. What, uh, what stood out to you? Uh, oh, the the clear winner was the was it a sixty eight nine eleven R? Yeah, yellow. Sixty seven, I think. Sixty seven, whatever. You know, yeah. store wheelbase, so rad. One of plexi twenty or twenty two, yeah, twenty something. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Just whatever. Stunning. It's just another nine eleven. No, no, no. It no. is. I people know. walking by are like, didn't even like a lot of people didn't give it a second look. And yeah, I was it looks telling like every hot rod nine eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. But it it's just happens to be one built by Porsche. Yeah. yeah. And I was telling like Rob was with us, our our buddy, and I'm like, dude, that's a nine eleven R. That's he's yeah. like, oh, it just looks like a nine eleven. Like, nah, yeah, yeah, this is like the real look at look at the look at the body panels. Look how it thin was, everything. It was is. great looking at the windows. How wavy, you know the oh, the, the lights, so plexi, plexi, you know, yeah. windows were just and the the little louvers cut in it. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. the interior too, super stripper, like yeah. stripped down. My favorite part of the uh, probably not of the entire car, but one of my favorite things I should say is the tack. Um, it, it goes to ten grand and it has you know typically the marker for the red line, and it was at eighty two hundred RPM and immediately like. Like, I just think, you know, little two liter, small displacement, 8,200 RPM. This sounds the so sound. badass. Yeah. Yeah. And the side windows were laxed down, and you pull them up. You just pull them up with that leather strap. Yeah. Then they have like a little. Oh, I love like the leather strap thing. Yeah. 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 And it's notched just like a belt is. Yep. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. It was rad. The one thing uh, uh, Rob pointed it out the front emblem on it, you know, there's a sticker on that. Yeah. Which is like lighter, it's right. better kind right. of thing. Right. Uh, so on this particular car, I think they didn't have a sticker for something they were doing. Like okay. maybe they had to bring it somewhere or uh. show it or something. So it literally had a piece of paper that was inkjet printed, a Porsche <laughs> emblem. They cut it out very crappy. And then they put like um, like 3M clear like packing tape or over it. The and they cut that and that no. was on the that was on it. Wow. Yeah. And uh. you, you couldn't tell like walking by. I looked yeah. fine. But then you look close at it, and part of it, it was just, you know, crappily cut out, and wow. you could see all the printing marks and stuff. That's it's pretty awesome. So was that car there for restoration, for service? 
I don't know. It was in I haven't the got the story the on it yet. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have a service order. Are there? I'll, yeah, I, I'll I'll dig in and see if I can report back. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I saw one guy was like report was claiming estimated value of five mil. Wow. I mean, I don't know though. I I saw like one was sold. I mean, maybe it was a while ago. It was yeah. like one point five or something. You're saying one of twenty. Yeah. Who it's, knows? I mean, it's kind of when do those ever come up for auction? That, right? that and then it's sort of the blueprint for what. All these other guys are doing right, and the new 911R, right? right. Wow, yeah. but it's yeah. it's so rad to see just how it's super minimalist, right? Like super, like you know, add lightness status where like yeah. every single thing matters. Like that's where they get the tail lights, right? They make right. those replica rear tail lights. Like it's just get rid of all the plastic, all all of that bullshit, and all you have is these two little tiny reflector things. Yeah, no housing. Yeah, no so housings. Yeah, and then the front, even the whole front thing, there's no grill or anything. It's just a hole, and then you have like a little tiny. Yeah, light. it looks unfinished. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. What does it weigh? What do you think? I mean, it's got to be insane. Uh, right? That's a great question. I want to say like. I want to say it's got to be sub two thousand. I want to say eighteen hundred. Oh, yeah, I'd I mean, say easily, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a normal one. Probably I wouldn't be surprised weighs, with like sixteen hundred or something. Yeah, I think a normal one probably weighs like twenty one fifty ish, twenty yeah. something. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, look at it. Cool. He has a classic Porsche's book. That'd be cool. Yeah, see what find, find out. I had I had to buy one when I was at at uh, Zuffenhausen last week. Whatever. I, oh, buy a book. History. Yeah, I've been nice. just every night diving in. It's it's pretty cool. That's right. Cool. Uh, the other other two cars that stood out to me that you don't see very often, and I actually really like, are the CLK sixty three AMG Black Series. Two of them. There were two of them, yeah. uh, which and they were both silver. Um, you know, one of them was all like the interior was all stripped out. I don't know if you guys saw it. So they were doing something with it. I don't know if it was tracing down a, a wire gremlin or if they were actually going to build it into a race car. Those things Probably. are cheap too. Hmm. They've, yeah. I mean, they've started to climb up. I think again, but yeah. but they got. You know, down to sixty. Bonus trivia: nine eleven Carrera RS two point seven weight. Is it a lightweight one or a touring? Mm, doesn't specify. Yeah, good question because they made only a few of the lightweights. I don't know. I'm gonna say tourings. that was like later. I'm gonna say twenty two hundred and fifty. Nineteen fifty. Twenty one. Twenty one fifteen. Uh, yeah, because that's the standard, the, the street version, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's the one that has the thinner glass and no carpet and all, or no like well, the carpet or yeah, no sound yeah. deadening. Right. No, that would be the yeah. They had the the lightweight and the touring. Right? Yeah. yeah, the touring has yeah. the thicker glass. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, yeah, I was yeah. point, I was pointing out the one that twenty one fifteen. So uh, the the R is probably lighter than that. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's an earlier a, car too. So yeah, it would be lighter anyways. Yeah, you would think it's got to be max eighteen eighteen hundred. Yeah, pretty badass. Pretty insane. So rad. And like over two hundred horsepower. So Art and I stumbled upon the. There was a RS6 Avant. Oh yeah, right-hand drive. Oh, the wagon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, oh, you guys went into the Audi section. See, I saw that thing, but I was <laughs> I, I didn't dare forward. walk any farther. I was there was all the vape clouds yeah, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only thing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no. Well, we, we, cool, yeah, we just walked through that yeah. to get into the back, and yeah, we, I was. It was kind of a double take moment. You know, you're like, what the fuck? Because not only is it um, in the in the states, but it's a right hand drive version. Yeah. So yeah. there's something fun, and it had California plates. Like something's going on there. Kind of interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Super sleeper. You know? yeah. I see them in Europe when I'm over there, and I've never seen one in the states. Yeah, it's got the you know with the punched out fenders, the flares. Yeah. It's like awesome. the E30 style flares. It's pretty macho. You know? They're yeah, only, yeah. Uh, but in all, no, was it in Switzerland? You were saying that they're yeah. always like gunmetal. Oh yeah, <laughs> always, always, gunmetal. always. Yeah, I've never seen one. Well, one this one was blue. Blue, right? blue. Yeah, it was blue. I'm trying <laughs> no. to think of, of anything else that stood out. I mean, there was a lot of interesting. I mean, stuff. for me, it was that uh, M1 Pro car. Oh yeah, and well, it's super cool to be there, like when Bruce was like chatting about it and everything. Uh, I didn't hear much, but. Um, 
The, the color was rad. The only having uh, the flares. The only road going M1 Pro Car. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it had a full road interior. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, and it's one of forty right. built. Brian, were you kind of walking around like museum style with like your hands behind your back and like kind of like nodding, <laughs> <laughs> appreciating? I wasn't. I was stepping a little bit uh, to the side. The old dudes were doing that with Bruce. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, I like lurk over there all the time, right? So I've been watching that oh, thing. Oh, we, we know. I know. I know. I know you know. I know you know. Car spotting. Um, I, know. Yeah. I, love, I love it. Hey, it's my favorite. It's off. Um, but, <laughs> but I've seen that thing being restored, and I, I, but I hadn't seen it with the wheels on yet. And that was, for me, blew my mind. Was um, so rad. The, you know, so the, the M1 has the amazing slotted wheels. It's right? so that, cool. And, and how they, they took that graphic and put it on the turbo fan style yep. wheel on the pro. Oh, that just... It's like yeah. a five that was spoke. it for me. It's yeah. like the negative space of a five spoke or Unreal. something weird. It's so cool. So cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the slotted normals, but then yeah. it's on the. Yeah. It's so the wheels cool, just dude. made that thing. Like I'd seen it without wheels for months. Mm-hmm. They've been working on it. That yeah. color was amazing, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, that like color that goes a big gray. way. That's just it's on blue, and it's, yeah. it's, it's so tiny. And that wing is so yeah. rad yeah. on there. Um, the engine was all nicely detailed with like you know red highlights everywhere, which usually I kind of hate that detailing. But on a slate gray car where the engine's in the middle, like totally visible, it just looks right. And I mean, it, that's a beautiful motor. The way they have the, all the injection set up and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a motor in my car, my M5. What's that? Is an M8 and S38 the same motor or something? Basically. Yeah. It's um, funny the interior isn't that sporting. I was. I, yeah, no, just not. slightly disappointed yeah. in the interior. It's like, like a six series. But I don't know. Maybe not even that. Yeah. Like, like an M6 is more sporty than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, or was, even like early. a Recaro. That's like a 1980. That's an yeah, early yeah. car. You know, yeah. I kind of like that though. Like the Spartan Dash, like super basic. The upright the gauges, gauges. Really it's simple. just a, the seats didn't the seats have big bolsters, down, yeah, yeah. especially for a car like that. It, yeah, you, it doesn't like. It just didn't match the exterior. The exterior is so wild with the flares yeah, yeah. and the wing. And then you get, yeah. you, you look inside, you're like, what? What? You at, maybe that's yeah. the suspension. Yeah. The seat cushions right. are the <laughs> like suspension. Like a semi-truck. <laughs> it's set up like a race car, you know? Yeah. So then, I need, yeah, I need all the suspension more side bolsters. You at least like, expected some, like, big, fat side bolsters. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, even if they're all leather I mean, and stuff like that. The guy who bought that in 1981, that was the first thing he did, was go to I swap know. the suspension. But I'm just saying, like, you yeah. look at, like, that E24 I had with the factory Recaros or your Recaros. In your car, yeah, more more bolstered than this M1. Yeah, exactly. You know, or like a even you know the 911R, right? Had like real sport seats in it yeah. and stuff. You know, yeah. set of GT classics in there and yeah. Yeah. good to go. No, but that thing's amazing. That what, amazing. what do you think the value of that that car is? Holy shit, I don't know. I mean, a, a street one is what four, four, five, four, six, yeah. Four, so what's a so pro car? And then what's a street? like a street pro car? <laughs> <laughs> a like pro a, car you can drive to Cars and Coffee? Yeah. It's, one of a kind. Yeah, yeah. it's like a million. Yeah, I think I, it's over a mil. Could yeah. be. Could Such be. a rad car. Why wouldn't Show it stopper. be? Showstopper. Yeah, that's why a, not? That's an expensive BMW. That's that's a that's yeah. a Cars and Coffee winner almost anywhere you go. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, yeah. I mean, maybe not at like... I mean, it's just that rad combination of like... I mean, it's well, act, it's not like, driving a race car to a Cars and Coffee, which is right. cool. Yeah. It's even better. It's driving a race car that was from the factory built to be a street car. Like, what about that's... like Gilroy Cars and Coffee, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of tight. Dude, there's this 2000 Civic Si there that is pretty damn nice. <laughs> is it, uh, it, it kind of like the... 
the black series Mercedes is that like what was the what was the deal with that car the pro car street version? that's a good question like, we were just the, talking about that it's a special one off car that he ah. made yeah so um it, there is no such thing so right. and so you can see oh, where oh so it's, it was never it, from the factory like no, no it was from one the factory of, well you know it's a pro car it's one of the original okay. race cars that were for the, the the series that never that kind of folded really very quickly right ah. I don't remember it was the, the F1 like support um, series right the support series for okay. F1 so if you went to F1 race in like 81 82 those guys would be the first event. Well, and they were all sold in white, and then you do what you do yeah. with them, right? Yeah. So they were all sold, like, here's this car yeah. in white, and then right. you put your livery on it and do all your thing. And this car was never never had that done to right. it, basically. So, yeah, but this car, yeah, it said on the, um, like, the little summary or whatever, it did say that it's a one-of-a-kind. Uh, it's the only streetable pro car or street-registered uh, pro car or whatever. And one thing that I noticed, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they kept, you know how you have, like, the quick fuel? Uh, like fueling, yeah. like what do you call it? Um, like the port or whatever the fuck, yeah, like in sure. the rear window there. It's like a what? It's like a clean break or something. Yeah, like something like, like that, a, like a clean break. Air, so yeah. he left that un, on there, but then he covered it with a piece of glass, with the window. so it's visible, uh, so you can still see it. Normally, it's like you know carbon fiber around it or mesh yeah. or whatever. But so that was a, like little details like that were like exposing like the fact that it was one of the original race cars. You know, it's pretty. I've rad. seen several M ones for sale that have the pro car kit added. Oh, okay. So it's a street M1, but then they do the flares, the wing, the crazy graphics and hmm. stuff. I could see that being really popular when the cars were exactly. 70 grand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In no, no, like no. 1990, yeah. when you, you had that one, it like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and those even command a premium. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, M1s are funky. So, so, got, so rare. I got to sit in a 4C. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to I drive it. picture. Yeah. So that's a, a buddy of mine's car, and he actually really, really likes it. I mean, He's like, you know, into the whole formula type cars and mm-hmm. he's raced and, you know, it's uh, Caleb Kenny, the guy who uh, he knows James Kirk um, raced in like he did the TDI Cup oh, okay. uh, reality show and stuff. Yeah. So um, the guy's like really into karting and um, and, you know, th- that type of stuff. And he loves the car. He said, it, you know, it's 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 an awesome driver's car. Um, he's I mean, he likes the paddles. Obviously, <laughs> he's OK with them. He said the transmission's really, really good. It's like tuned really well for the motor. He might not even know how to drive a manual. I mean, TDI Cup, those were automatics. Dude, he probably maybe doesn't anymore if he's a younger uh, kid uh, yeah. he's a millennial yeah. yeah but anyways yeah so i'm um, sitting in the interior and like I, I asked him for the key and shit i wanted to check everything out you know because i want it has a digital cluster so i wanted to see how it lights up and what are the you know just tinker with that shit you know what are the menus and stuff and it's pretty customizable like you can do a bunch of stuff um but one thing that i noticed is that um i couldn't turn the ignition without putting the seat belt on like oh you, you, have, to turn turn the, you <laughs> have to turn the ignition uh, yeah, it's not just push button anyways no you have to like no i hate seat belt like on. you know what i'm talking about I hate that shit was like that, that was really cars. annoying. So it's I, the worst because that's what goes wrong. Exactly. All of a sudden, your receptacle go, breaks, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you can't start your car because your receptacle the latch broken. is bad. Yeah, and, then you're and it's not even your receptacle; it's just the little sensor in yeah, there. Totally. Oh yeah. no, it's Italian, Italian. though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, oh, it'll so be it'll okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's so good. it'll break the first day, and they'll fix it. So, <laughs> so uh, in order to turn on the car, if you're doing any work on it, you have to sit in the car and fasten the seatbelt fasten the seatbelt that is uh, so that was annoying uh but the interior he's got like the really nice leather option package and it's got a really like the leather wrap dash is actually really nice door panels look nice door panel the door pan- the dash looked as good as the door panels like why did you put nice. leather in air quotes is it not real leather uh because I, it I should that? have leather 
Maybe that's what Maybe it was standard. going for. I don't know. Okay, but I, know. I um, option it's 80, package. It's 80, yeah, yeah, it's an right? option package. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it's it's an expensive car. And, you know, everyone complains that the interiors are super shitty, right? And the interior is really basic, but the leather package really helps it a lot. Uh, the steering wheel is hideous. I know that I think Lane commented on it when I posted the picture. Yeah. It's pretty bad, but, um, you know, that's swappable if you're willing to sacrifice your airbag. Um, the not. not. And here's one thing that we we're, were talking about paddles earlier. The paddles are really bad, dude. They're like thin, crappy plastic, and they're they feel like they're they're. I mean, just really Chinese, clicky. See, like, your touch yeah. point should be the best yeah. part of your right, car. Your right. steering wheel should be the best part of that car. Your paddle should be the best part of the that seat. Car. Yep. Seats. Yeah, seats yeah. are nice. The seats are nice. They're bolstered well, and like they have a. Uh, the seats like look a, cool. Yeah, too, they, yeah, they have a cool like fabric and shit or Alcantara or something. But uh, yeah, the 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 steering wheel sucks, and also yeah, the paddles are really bad. They were like just. But anyways, I mean, so that that's it. Sounds and, like just a super expensive Lotus Elise. Yeah, it is. And so, Ex- yeah, with yeah. an automatic transmission. And yeah. the, the uh, one thing that I did, I do have to say though, is like ergonomically, like where everything's positioned is really nice. Like everything's very visible. All the controls, like for the HVAC and everything, are kind of like old E30 style or even E34, where they're like kind of canted towards you and everything's really accessible. So it's like very, it's like a very driver driver centric cockpit, so to speak, or interior. But uh, but yeah, there, those two details did bother me. But outside of that i was actually like i had very very low standards going in because everyone just says how like it's a fucking play school little tykes interior low expectations uh, yeah and you didn't drive it i didn't get to right i will soon we, we're gonna swap keys and uh, we said so. it's a lease you know it's an elise feeling car but it's evora priced so would you rather have mm-hmm. an evora I mean, you saw the, the not with that master board. cylinder <laughs> yeah. Watch master yeah um i mean the evora is that much that that same price point right I, the Evora doesn't those, do a lot. I know those Sharkwork guys were all into it. I, I like. I listened to your episode. and, yeah, and they're they all they're it. down with the Evora. I, I, it doesn't. I don't know. I, know. Do I, I don't like the body style. The I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funky. And, and but do you like the way the four definitely not looks? built well? No, it's, it's actually I don't. Funky. I, I like it. I like, I like the four I think it's really stubby. I think it could be better. It's it's it's. I take it over the Evora. Yes, aesthetically, I think it's a better look. I would. Yeah, I think so too. But it's a little overdone. It's funny though when you see something like that. We, there was a Alfa Romeo uh, Sprint Speciale there, and you look at something like this, yeah. and then you see this. You know, you see this Alpha Four C. You're like, ah, they're trying oh too man, hard. it went yeah. all wrong, went right? Totally like, yeah, yeah, they're. It's very like compact and kind of muscular and fat. Yeah, it looks it's like it's of, been kind of crushed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like it's all angry and like, like yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. A you know? It's uh, it's yeah. like you took a four five eight, yeah, and just crushed it yeah. and like made it like stubby and tall. And I would take an Evora. I'm gonna go on record. Mm. So I would uh, take a Cayman. In yeah, a uh, <laughs> just go out. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's I, true. I would like to drive both. I hear the Evora. The, the suspension is like ridiculously you say it's nice. Amazing, better than yeah, a Cayman. Yeah, like it's supposed to be super buttery and like yeah. like just like almost like um. And you so, never something see like one. What, you would never. Yeah, see they're one. they're not very common. Not although that being said, although our buddy Brendan, who actually sells them, said they're pieces of shit. So <laughs> apparently, he said. Did he say like seventy percent? He said like he said yeah, some crazy percent was lemon lawn because they just they're all they're so. Well, they said, like, I don't know if you Sharkworks posted pictures of like them changing changing the uh, clutch master cylinder. Like they had to take the whole interior apart, like all the exterior. This, yeah, like, it's like the, the whole exterior. Yeah. Like it's like the same thing when I was changing the parts on the Chinese scooter. Like I had yeah. to tear the entire thing apart. All the it was body so annoying. Was off. It was yeah. like, <laughs> and it's just a change. And and they can't get another one. They're like, oh yeah, it's the same part. It's gonna go bad too. Wow, rebuild so. it. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you know, the good news is that I'm not in the market for either of those cars, so I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <laughs> so. Um, at Canepa, uh, I kind of snuck around, uh, allegedly up in the back room or like the second level. Oh, the and tires I was kind of sneaking around, yeah, and the tires and the parts. It's so rad. It's like you see the business end of keeping up these cars, and it's literally they just put red tape on. Uh, cardboard boxes and write shit like 935 or Terrell F1. Like they're point, you know, they kind of have this numbering system, but they've got these boxes of parts and they do these like full histories on the parts too. Like I saw a set of brake rotors where it's like, uh, brand new javelin rotors. Uh, it, sh- you know, they sheared off the mount points. So it was only used once at Laguna Seca during this race or whatever. Got to remember all that stuff. It's yeah. hard. You know, and it's you- like they'll have tape, on- they'll have leaf strings lined up and it- it's like, uh, uh, Canepa Cobra set one, set two, set three, set four. And on one of them, it's like we were getting these setup issues and it's rad. That's like you that's see all this history cool. and then you walk down one of the aisles and it's just all uh, barrels for wheels. Oh. So it's all the three piece wheels right. in all the different sizes from like 13 up to way bigger and everything. Yeah. And super wide. Brand new or? No, all oh, used stuff. All used, and yeah. it's just like, I don't know. They can throw together whatever wheels they need for 935. When you shit. were uh, escorted out of there, did you uh, <laughs> take a take a look back and smile? <laughs> yeah, he was like looking back. Art, like, I swear to God, shirt. dude. What <laughs> are you doing? We shouldn't put art next to all these like power supplies and everything. Yeah, He's yeah, 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 yeah. like notorious beer spiller. No, sure I, 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 I hear every yeah. episode. We yeah. should get him like I'm a holster so he can like <laughs> one of those use it as with the you straw. Guys, yeah. <laughs> did you guys see that Shark Tank where the guy had a belt buckle that would hold his beer? Yeah. Like, and I think he actually got money. <laughs> was that like a gimbal or I, something? Dude. Yeah, I know. What happens when you sit down? It had to yeah, have some swiveling. I was at the crazy uh, Eat Drink San Francisco and they had wine. Yeah, you, you pour your wine glass around like that. Oh. Like this little holster. I'm still excited yeah. about those plates that have a spot for your glass. Exactly. Oh, you don't see those very often in use, but I've seen pictures. Great idea. Yeah. So, anyways, after Canepa, uh, Brian and I went to lunch with uh, Rob and uh, MAR. Hey, wait. Oh, Alan Ross. One more thing. I was thinking, I didn't get there early enough, but I wanted to wash the e-golf and park it inside (laughs) the, uh, you know, like in the car show. Do you think that would have been okay? No, that's not good. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Art did it with his i3. Yeah, but his i3 is brand new and it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's carbon fiber. There's a lot of e-golfs out there. A lot of e-golfs. It's just a golf. Exactly like a golf. Okay. All right. It's like a a shittier golf with a plastic. Carry on with your story, Lane. Oh, but anyway, so Brian and I went to lunch afterwards, hung out with uh, Michael and Ross. It was really cool. I'm wearing the shirt. From Retrograde. Warren's wearing the shirt right now. It's is. pretty cool. Very nice, yeah. Right? yeah, it's, it's awesome. The buck. No, you have to feel it though. Discharge print. You have to feel it. <laughs> yeah. If you feel it, you'll buy it. I'm, <laughs> you. I, I'm sold, man. <laughs> and then I guess that was our car weekend. Car Isn't weekend. Cool. Show. Did you guys uh, do any project updates on the cars? I uh, drained and refilled my power steering reservoir in my E30 again because I'm I still don't have any time to replace the pump. It's not oh, a big yeah. job, but I've been so freaking busy. But this morning it was whining again, so I just sucked out all the fluid and refilled it. With a straw? Yeah, why don't, why don't you just keep... I'm kind of full. <laughs> why did you suck it out? Why don't you just keep pouring stuff in? Oh, it's not empty. It's just lousy. I think the hoses or the, the pump has come apart internally. Mm. And so it's... But fresh fluid helps? Fresh fluid helps. Not just more fluid? Yeah, the noise. So you just need a pump. You need a pump and hoses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a reservoir. So the reservoir on an E30, which I didn't realize... Just plastic. It's a ZF brand part, but it has a filter built into it. 
on the bottom of the reservoir where the fluid is. And it's, and I was like, oh, I don't want to press the reservoir. It looks kind of fancy and nice. I just thought it'd be expensive. 15 bucks. Oh my. Sweet. So it's almost like a With serviceable filter? item. Uh-huh, interesting. I mean, it's just, and the cap and huh. the seal and everything. Nice. Um, so anyways, E30 owners out there, if you've never done your reservoir, you might as well just do it. A lot of those reservoirs just kind of, they, they, you can pull them off too, right? To move them around. Like they just kind of sit oh, in this little, yeah, they, have, they clip. have a, they have a big, essentially like a hose clamp that goes around the whole reservoir with a yeah, bolt. That's the way mine is on the back yeah. for. And then there's two hoses. There's a, there's a return hose and a suction hose and it's pretty straightforward. Huh. And then it takes the most basic, just, uh, the CHF 11S, which is like the, industry standard, you know, hydraulic oil they use for suspension, oh, sure. power steering. I don't know that you had that on yours too, the green, yellow yeah, thing. Yeah, green, the green stuff. Um, oh. I put in Mercedes brown because Phil at work was saying, he's like, ah, that stuff's thicker. It'll probably help it, you know, until you can do the pump. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. So there's, I don't know, there's so many lines of thinking when it comes to fluids. Coolant, yeah. ATF. I mean, I've known transmission rebuilders to say, ah, oh, it's all the same. I just put Dex 3 in everything. No, dude. And I'm like, really? And this is a guy who rebuilds transmissions for a living. Yeah. And then you have people where it's like, oh, my God, that year specifically it takes this, you know, flavor yeah. of yeah. ATF. and Every new car you get, there, you, there's, like, some research that you do, like, oh, the yeah. forums, and there's, like, right. you know, And there's, like, 50 different theories. Yeah. Like totally. Said, Every, yeah, basically, so. if you have a theory, you can find the research to back up your yeah. theory because yeah. someone thinks the same thing. Totally. But coolant's even crazier because now there's there's the whole rainbow of colors and every company from Porsche to Mini to Mercedes they spec their, their own, own coolant, factory right? coolant yeah. but none of those companies make coolant that's yeah. for sure Mercedes doesn't have a coolant factory out in Germany like Porsche doesn't have their coolant engineers you know they yeah. they get it from someone right and typically it's going to be a really similar thing but they color it so it's like Oh, you need Porsche purple. You don't have Porsche purple in it. Oh, it's gonna. Yeah, I mean, explode. isn't coolant for for the most part the only reason you need it is to for the aluminum and stuff, right? Yep. To stop corroding. But everyone has their own theory of which ones work the best. And for it's what antifreeze motors. if you're in definitely you know, that in cold climates. Yeah. But yeah, and sure. maybe it's like but. different seals that they use on the different motors and like different glue plays seals. with certain hoses. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, well in that case, yeah, I mean, if they they know that their shit works. Why not just go with that? And also, you know, a lot of the modern cars, you're you're dealing with warranty stuff. Yeah, that's a telltale thing. You mm-hmm. open the coolant reservoir, and it's like, oh, you have green, you have standard green coolant for American car in your, you know, Mini. It's like that's not right. And then what'll happen is people will go, well, that car needs orange coolant, right? So let's add it to the green, and then, oh, you, have, yeah. then you have brown. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and they're no like, what's wrong with and this car? By the car? way, no coolant is brown. So yeah, that's yeah. our that's a dead giveaway right there. Wow. Yeah, it's, that's tough. Speaking and then of vo- there's universal transmission fluid and coolant now that is clear. Wait, transmission fluid and... There's, no. no there, I mean, you're talking two about two separate, separate things, things, yeah. But there is now a universal option for transmission fluid and for coolant that come... The coolant is clear, and they say it covers, you know, A to Z... And so you can, it's called distilled water. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's still, it, they're telling you it's called. So then, how does, how does the, Wouldn't just everyone just use universal? Why would you need a specific type? Mm. It's crazy. So, anyways, um, uh, if anyone has any real clear thoughts about that, email us. Yeah, they're get, get into oils and stuff. Well, like, oils, oh, yeah. you need zinc. You need more zinc, and then no, no, oh, no, if no. you use too much zinc, it's going to ruin your cat. Oils then, is a whole different dude. Thing. So, did you guys hours. see that email from Phil like just tonight? Yeah, yeah, he got the oil analysis. Yeah. Yeah. His car, yeah. So he takes a sample of his oil, sends it into this company. BMW E36? E36. 
46. 46 yeah. Or yeah. And, or and he gets all these results back, like super detailed. Like, I want to yeah. look into it, but. We used to do that too. I've, I've never even heard of anybody doing that, but it's uh, rad. It, like, says, like, uh, this is the percent iron you have in your yeah. oil, and, and it'll, like, what? tell you about the health of the motor, and then, like, how much water was in there. And then you can be really paranoid. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have too much information, you're like. Well, he got a good result, so it's like, yeah. you know, that yeah. kind of, maybe that feels when good. When I was in high school, like, I used to, I used to beat off to the idea of um, being like the oil anal- oil analysis guy with a Formula One team. Like, there's an oil guy that just That's travels the worst, with a Formula One team. Worst fantasy <laughs> yeah. ever heard. I know. Huh? Me, man. <laughs> um, I will use so many checks. <laughs> the, yeah, the, what do you do? Oh man, let me. <laughs> how much time do you have? Yeah, dude. He was just dreaming about lubrication. I used to get shoved into lockers. Okay. All right. Do uh, you realize uh, that right now, being part of DWA is more. Awesome. <laughs> it's better, it's <laughs> better being than an oil that. analysis guy. But for, don't beat up to us. Dude, you, that would be such a gnarly job, too. Like, you have to be such a chemical engineer to yeah, get to that level. Gnarly. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they, they all have, each team has a guy. And you'd have out. to be, like, basically a doctor. Yeah, and that's all they do. They just basically analyze, and they, but they're doing what you're saying. You know, they're basically, like, putting the cars through their paces and then, like, determining, you know, where the wear is at temperatures and all this crazy shit. You know, it's amazing. So, Super not cool. to nerd out too far on the subject, but... Recently, someone was telling me that Mobile One oil is junk because Mobile One is tested for, you know, purity and whatnot by Mobile One. Mm. Whereas Liquamali, we've all heard of Luber Molly, Liquamali, is tested by an independent German testing uh, TUV. Interested party, right? Independent. And they are the best by far in that market. So. I almost think it's like a just a marketing thing. Like Mobile One pays Mercedes or Porsche or whoever yeah. and says like, "Hey, we're you know." Yeah, probably. There's probably some of that. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. probably a but lot. Also, of, yeah, all those would, stickers. Yeah. But why would Porsche use a subpar oil too? Because they get kickbacks, either. right? No, but you're not. And... You want your engine to like? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but where does Porsche make their money in the maintenance bay, bro? IMS bearings, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bearings, bro. <laughs> I mean, Porsche makes their money everywhere, but yeah, that's true. Wow. They're Leather the most profitable car company. Shifter. Paddles, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Color coded vent things, slats. What does I say about my Brad Penn motor oil? I don't know. What, yeah. Is that your Billy Boat exhaust? Or what? Oh, wait. So with the, this, this, uh, the TUV, whatever, have they done Mobile One too? And, and is it not up to par or whatever? Yeah, they, they said it's, you it can't even put it in lawnmowers. It's horrible. <laughs> no. That's the, I mean, yeah, that, that's that, the thing. You're like, what is yeah. it ever? Well, I mean, it, I don't know. And you know, I, I think know. It, it's okay. like, what are, there's different standards and what you're doing with your car, right? Like, I mean, it's like my car, my E34 M5 has never been opened up. The motor has never been opened up. Just valves, like valve adjustments. That's all it's ever been done mm-hmm. and whatever the basic shit because everyone's too scared on that and everybody yeah, everyone's too scared. <laughs> and everyone uh, and i have like the whole the entire history of the car they've always put mobile one in it and the car runs really really well it had a compression test done like two years ago and it was really really like solid but across the board or imagine if you yeah, had, like, yeah. dude if i do like well i would probably be making more power than it did yeah. stock yeah that's what you're saying yeah that's what i'm saying it would be growing <laughs> extra engine parts because it's so healthy <laughs> it would be like, gnarly yeah gnarly <laughs> now, now that art's bummed um no i don't know i think it's all i mean shit oil is so similar and some cars like if it's a you know a chevy silverado it's like just use generic what you get off the parts shelf. Yeah. As yeah. long as they're right viscosity. I remember always in the rabbits and Porsche, old Porsches and stuff, you always use like 2050 and stuff. Yeah. Just 
Castrol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I get my 996. It's like use zero fifteen, yeah. and it's ten. It's eleven quarts or whatever. You know. Yeah. You're like, okay, so it's really thin, and there's but a lot of it. Because you're using a hell of a lot of yeah. it. It goes so long between intervals. Yeah, that's part of it too. I mean, you use eight liters of oil for a Mercedes-Benz yep. engine, but you go 15,000 miles between yeah, services. Yeah. So yeah. you have to a lot of oil to, to keep yeah. it. Keep that being going. said, I know that, um, what's his name? You know Busy Moto? Nope. No Busy Moto? I know Moto? the name. Yep. Yeah. Busy Moto? Yep. yeah, so Busy Moto. Um, so he, he swears by one of these. It could be the Lubra Mollies mm-hmm. or the Liquid gold or whatever the fuck <laughs> but uh and uh and he actually does dyno tests with different fluids and he um he sticks to one particular brand because he makes significantly more power with one of them well and, that's and a because, risky I mean, choice but right the trippy yeah. thing is yeah you want reliability so it's well that's what it is he, he claims that you know that's it's the it's the perfect balance of like you know f- friction reduction but but also protection right because it coats your shit and like you're still getting the protection you need and you can drive it hard and you know all this other stuff but you're it's like this perfect Perfect balance. It's very That's expensive. That's a little harder oil. to measure. But. I can't remember. Like, but this guy's like a you know. He, this is what he does. He's like a fluid dynamics engineer, and and he's like a dealer for that oil. Of course he is. Yeah. Well, in <laughs> high school, when I worked for uh, this car parts store, we had a little display and it had oh yeah uh, red line. And had the... the little crank wheel, and it seemed it's to work pretty well. Significant. <laughs> Wait, I love that oil. Thing. red line. Yeah. Was it Lucas? Yeah, it was Lucas. Yeah. 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 yeah, I still have those on the shelf <laughs> to this day. Yeah. That does. Um, yeah, so, Art, any uh, updates? Any updates? Oh man, uh, you don't have to have one. Yeah, so, well, I mean, don't. there's 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 an update in there. I mean, so there, I got this new fan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're the only one laughing, Art. Oh, funny story. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, I, so, nine nine three. Yeah. Um, so I had mentioned last time that um, you know I had potentially uh, lined up a trade for that car towards another car. Um, I'm not going to mention the dealership because I don't want to send business their way because they were dicks. But um, anyways, um, they had a really, really nice uh, 1975 Carrera in bitter chocolate mm. uh, with a cognac interior, whatever the fuck the color is called. Like gold wheels and Gold script. wheels, gold wow. script, uh, 109,000 original miles, 49 state cars, so it's never had the thermal reactors on it, which ruined those magnesium Ooh. cases. Um, and I, I looked under the, the only shitty thing is they had, they had no records for the car at all. And, but I went under the car and I looked and I, it had the turbo valve covers. It had the updated fan, which everyone does. All the little details, right? The um, oil-fed um, uh, chain, chain tensioners. tensioners and like all that shit that you can see externally in the motor. So you can tell it all the shit that needs to be done to those 2.7s to make them survive. Yeah, someone did that. Used a grenade. Um, has been done. The only thing you can't tell is like the head studs, right? I can't tell the head studs. Yeah, and there's like the head savers, like those helicoils that they put in them and shit. But I mean, at this point, I'm like sold on the car. It was so fucking nice. I mean, it was a nice driver, like probably the same condition as my car, like um, like a really really clean, drivable car. It's not a something you want to you know garage and put away. And um, you know, I was just super interested in 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 in, in this car and. They wanted fifty nine grand for it, and I value my car around sixty ish, maybe if I, you know, sixty five if I get lucky these days, right? But uh, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna see if they take it." I'm just curious, you know. I just, I just, I went over there. I called the guy, I called rather the um, the place, and I, I spoke to the salesman, and he's like, "Yeah, that sounds sounds cool. I'll bring your car by. I'll check it out." So we talked, and um, you know, I'm like just 
head over heels, dude. This car is so fucking rad. I love that it has the Euro H4 headlights. It has the, the 75s usually have the whale tail, but it's like the really early whale tail with the really aggressive, like vertical little fucking hmm. flip in the tail. You know, the little details, right? And so. And what wheels is, are they Fuchs? They're the gold Fuchs. Gold Fuchs. On, on a brown right. car, like the non-metallic brown. Such a good combo. And it's gold Carrera script. Gold yeah. Carrera script. Yeah. And it had, uh, the, and they were original sports seats, which are pretty rare. Uh, in awesome. leather. Most of them are vinyl. Um, and the interior is really, I mean, the car is nice, you know, and I'm like, you know what, dude, like I'm looking for a change. I say, fuck it. I've always wanted one of these cars. There's one in front of me, bitter chocolate. I think, I don't even know how many they made. Super rare, super rare. And, uh, and so I'm like, you know what, dude, if they're willing to straight trade me, I think I might just fucking go for it. I mean, this is an internal conversation you're having with yourself. Internal conversation as I'm standing there. And that car is, is going to be more valuable. It's technically already more valuable than my car. I just don't think that they know what they have. And the guy didn't know anything about the motor. Didn't know anything about that. He had a call with this other guy and I'm like, you know what? Let me just look at it. And I pulled the number off the block and confirmed that it's the original motor. All this bullshit. So, um, long story short, we're the, the salesman's super into this deal. He's like, dude, okay. You know, he's like, basically the only thing that it boils down to is I have to get the GM to appraise your car because, uh, you know, we have to make money on your car. So if you're saying your car's 50, worth 59 grand, our car is 59 grand. We still got to put, put your car up there for 67, 68, 70. And, we, and it has to be a realistic number because we're not in the business of, you know, parking cars or whatever every dealer, every salesman says. Well, no, so, I mean, right. that's a totally legit concern. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, so, um, sales, one salesman super into it. Then his boss comes over, absolutely loves my car. Although you could say that if they just give you exactly what they sell it for, they're still making money on the, on the sale. Oh yeah. That's and, a, and, and no true. doubt right. they paid right. pennies for this. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, exactly. No doubt. Uh, for sure. Because, you know, so rather than like, they, they're, they're, rather than like, Getting them to a, a lower price, which you would normally do, you say, "I'll pay you what you're asking, and I'll trade you my car." Right. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much what we we discussed. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you know they're making exactly. They're not making. 15, I mean, they scooped it from somebody. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they paid pay 30, 58 35 or yeah. yeah, whatever for yeah. it. So, um, so I go and you know we I go down and and um I talk to the GM and and he's like. Um, you know, he initially he's kind of acting like, oh, he's too busy for me, whatever, because he's the guy who's going to appraise it. And then he like, he's like, oh, mods, oh, the wheels and the steering wheel. You change the steering wheel. Oh, I don't, I, I, we can't do this. I, and I'm like, what do you mean? I got all the parts. He's like, no, like, you know, I, I don't. I'm not in the business of doing, uh, you know, modified cars. You know, that that's like, you know, those are personal, like, you know, whatever, personalized items, and like, you know, and I have to find the right buyer now. And like, and the 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 not the guy, the original guy I spoke to, but the other sales guy who's like one of the head sales guys there was like, dude, this thing is like really tastefully done. Like, I think we can sell this car. He's like, oh no, you know, like we have this E30 M3 over there. How long have we had that? We can't get rid of it. You know, it's got the aftermarket wheels and the aftermarket steering wheel. No one wants that thing, you know? And Yeah, but you would just bolt this stuff on. Dude, it's or just so, go yeah, buy <laughs> right, wheels. I know, yeah. but this guy's just full of shit and doesn't, he, yeah. he, he was, he just didn't want to deal with me. Yeah. And He's so, good cop, bad cop in you. Yeah, and so then I'm like, all right, fine. You know, I have the parts. I'm willing to change them out. Like, wh- like what, what are you willing to do here? You know, I'm very interested in your car. He's like, well, you know, he gave me the whole spiel about you know i got your car has to be x and i have to sell it and all this other shit and i'm like okay well can you give me a number like you know i'm um like let's talk and he's like oh well you know like you know it could be 48 but i gotta do some comps and like and i'm like give me a number man i'm like, so annoyed with this so, guy already and i'm like fuck this dude so basically the guy wouldn't give me anything he's like oh let me write down your number i'm like all right you know what man it's cool don't worry about it you know i'll, I'll just talk to uh, this other dude and and so the guy just like literally like had no like interest like was just kind of blew me off that's right? so weird super weird super weird and 
so he just kind of like literally like gave me paid me no mind. And it's like, not like you came in with like a five thousand dollar car, right? And, like, and and the the two the two sales guys were like fucking loving my car, like they were like super amped on this deal because they know the market. They probably knew that the car was, you know, they probably have some guy they can hit up in wherever and be like, dude, I've got this car. And I can kind of see the angle that your nine nine three is easier to sell. I, I mean, in yeah. some ways, yeah, yeah, yeah I right. think so. It's it's it appeals to a broader it's, market it's for mo- sure. More modern, yeah. it's newer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. even if not, like Arda, he has perfect original seats for it. Yeah, uh, original wheel and the original wheel. Well, that's what I'm saying is it. going back to original. Yeah, and, you know, uh, obviously it's lowered and stuff, but still, it's a sellable, marketable car. But that's why. that's actually a stock suspension too. That's right. the stock sports suspension. But I mean, yeah, it's lowered. Yeah, and some people. But I mean, know, uh, yeah. that shouldn't matter. Is I guess my right. point. Hmm. Yeah, so it was kind of a weird deal, and you know, I didn't pursue it any further. But um, you know, uh, it was just one of those things where it, it it started off as like I was super interested in this thing, and I'm like, you know what? If this works out, if it's an easy thing for me, I'm like, I was just prepared to let my car go. I didn't I didn't really want to put too much thought into it, and I'm just if there if I can handle my car and they give me that one and walk away, I would have done it. But you, know? you would have done it. No PPI, just straight. Like if they would have taken it right then, you would have gone. You would have gone for it. I would have gone for it. Wow, yeah. dude, Ballsy. I would have gone for it. <laughs> That's ballsy, yeah. man. It was. It was. It was that. Nice. I don't think I could was, do it. Yeah, I, I I'd have to know a little bit more. It. Yeah, because there yeah. was like a ninety day warranty on the oh, car okay, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's just. I mean, just knowing what those cars, what I saw, like I can tell that a lot of work had been done, like relatively recently. Yeah. Probably. I was surprised by the price. Yeah, it's really, really underpriced. That seems very yeah. affordable. Yeah, that's you know. If it had eighty thousand miles, that would be close to hundred grand, easy. And there, there's lower mileage cars going for what one fifty now or something. Yeah. Wow, how many miles? miles are on it? One hundred nine. And dude, for someone like us, really like mileage important? doesn't matter at all. Right. Yeah. I was stoked because I could drive the fucking yeah, thing. Exactly. I, I wouldn't have to be concerned about that. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, hmm. I you know, in theory, if I were to sell my car now, I could go buy it. But I'm just so like, I was so like. Like just put off by the oh, whole yeah. experience. Fuck those guys. You're like, the typical. You're the guy. It's like, oh, I went to go buy a Porsche, and they were all dicks. So I went to Jaguar the or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Um, I'd like to yeah. see pictures of it. it yeah, sounds I'll like show awesome yeah, color combo. I showed it to Lane, yeah. and I, I would be really stoked to see that thing pull up. Like, yeah, it was. It's not really that I don't like cool, your 993. Right? Don't get me wrong. No, like, yeah, that's a dark brown. I love like, brown. Yeah, so cool. Cars, Non-metallic. Yeah, it's and it was just so period. And that that's the thing is like. If I mentioned it last podcast, like if I'm going to be replacing my 993, it's got to be something super cool with a sense of occasion that we're going to, you know, it's something rad for DWA. Yeah. It's not just for yeah. me, you know, it's like, oh, well, of course. And so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. group think. No, yeah. but, uh, I like this. so, and, and it was, you know, dialed like underneath, you know, I could tell it had fresh shocks. Like they had some records, but not a lot of stuff, you know, and, uh, but it was, it was a really nice car. Well, so, the hunt continues. Yeah. The hunt continues. A lot of stuff in the works right now. I know. We got a lot of emails. On. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, any uh, any uh, project car updates? I do. I have some like kind of shitty. I don't know. The nine forty four is kind of running rough when mm. I started up. It's because it's not looking nice. I can tell. I know. I think, it, I think yeah. it is pissed off. <laughs> no, but um, when are we I, gonna go up to the paint guy? I think I might need a head gasket. Whoa, really? It was overheating. Yeah. It doesn't overheat, but for like the last couple months, I've I've had a couple times where under load. Like, not even driving hard or anything. It just kind of reaches up to, like, three quarters. Hmm. And before, it would never go above half. It stays between a quarter and half, right? It just hovers. Okay. And uh, I brought it in. I actually got a pressure test, you know, got it tested and everything. You know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, it seems to be running a little warm. You know, I couldn't find anything. But I think now it's, like, running rough every time I start it up. 
Mm. And then it goes away. And it goes away. And there's pre, if you, I feel like there's pressure in the system. Like when I take the radiator cap off, it'll, you know, so I think I have, I think I have a head gasket. Mm. Um, so I need to bring it to my mechanic guy. And so it also means I won't be driving in the rally this weekend. That's a bummer. So that's a big fucking deal though. Head gasket on that car. What is that? Like 1500 bucks? Probably. Yeah. All said and done. Yeah. Are you going to go for it? Let's do it? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Whatever. I mean, if I did it myself, probably be like 500 bucks or something, but it's a lot of work. I'm not going to do it myself. It's I've done it before, but uh, I've done them on 944s. Mm. But yeah, I'll just have I'll just have Tim do it. But he's been in Italy for like the last three weeks. I saw some pictures. He was at the Grand Prix. Yeah. And oh, then hanging out in Monza, Europe right? and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I think he got back the other day, so he'll be back on Monday, and I'll bring it by and get the head gasket done. Then I still have to get all the paintwork done. I did the uh, front bumper, the Euro bumper, is on its way. Cool. So it'll be, maybe it's like purple or something. I'll put it on to be all. Oh my god! I'll have a I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Jesus. So I'll put it on first, and a purple bumper, and there you go. White headlight and a gray rusted hood Perfect. you'll add like 5,000 Instagram followers Dude, right? I'll be just all you like, gotta do is have like a Porsche with like multicolored panels yeah. it's you're, basically you're a hero I basically by hitting that deer I did what Magnus did to his new GT3 right. without <laughs> spending money exactly. <laughs> and it looks better win. and it looks better yeah. uh, so I gotta talk about the rally so you're not driving Brian's not driving Brian's not driving no. Matt's not driving his Boxster's alignment's all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and he went to, he took it to his guy and no joke, the day of his alignment rack broke and the car's just there. And so he's not going to, I guess he's out of a car. So do you guys all want to roll in the M5? Should we just Ooh, do a lot of, should we do like, definitely should. I'm, be pretty, dri- I'm, I'm driving. Down. So don't look I'm at me. Down. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to roll in the M5, we can even take turns like driving or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. A lot of Are video, video at a time from the back. I, I was thinking I might, I might just video a lot and i was telling art about it i want to make a little video um like almost like a commercial for our uh, big rally yes for our oh, that's rally. a good idea so i want to do record a bunch of footage and then i want to have art do his movie voiceover no, that's good. It'll be tastefully <laughs> done. It's, it's going to start with in a world. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it'll be suspenseful. <laughs> all right. In all a right. mountain range. Yeah. <laughs> in California. Um, <laughs> I like it. I really like, I like the idea it. of you filming a lot. That would be, yeah. be awesome. And so, we, so far, there's like five confirmed people coming, so... That's cool. No, more than that. Really? Though? Well, this is after it happens, this will air, so we'll see. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have – it'll be kind of cool. I mean, it gives me yeah. the opportunity to, like, film a lot with the 5D and stuff, like, so get some like killer it. footage and I stuff. I like it. You know, get some in-car and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Maybe well, do I'll some a, documentary stuff. too, so, I mean, Brian, yeah. if you want to roll it. Yeah, we can all kind of – I was thinking I would just float around, yeah. you know? And then uh, what else did I do? So that was that's kind of a super bummer, you know, but whatever, I'll get it fixed. Mm. And then the Acura, I had the headlights polished by one of the kids that works for me. Hello fresh. That was kind of rad. Okay, Brian, I have like headlights now. Um, nothing major. I I did tear my XR100 apart cuz oh. the throttle stuck and I just I have it kind of in my little front yard and I'm always staring at it and um we had guests over the other day and I woke up kind of early so I was just messing with it um and it turns out that 
I pull the carb apart, and there's just like the you twist the throttle, and it just literally pulls this thing up that's going right through the center of the carb, and that's like frozen in the center. Mm. So um, I just tore everything apart to be able to get to that point. I'm not sure what to do, but um, it's the bath. And uh, I bought a jack. Oh hey, look yeah. at this guy, Harbor Freight. No, I should have made a trip, but I didn't. Well, they ship I, too. Well, I needed. I wanted to get it this weekend. Oh, gotcha. This last weekend, and That's so what did you do on it this weekend with the jack? Just jacked up the Mercedes a little more. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even do any work. See, <laughs> you just jacked it a little. No, more. I was in the process of doing work. I, I I need to pull the exhaust, and I need a little bit more room. So, so did you pull the exhaust? No, I okay. just got it ready. Hey, I didn't Boys, have a ton I needed, of time. I need a jack right away. So I could jack I'm, it. I'm literally getting mad at you guys. <laughs> you see the point we're making, right? Yeah, you could ship. Well, it yeah, so free. sure. I mean, I don't know. I try to get the tools I need to, for the job, and then I didn't end up having a lot of time. All so right. that happens That's sometimes. There's, there's plenty of time. But I mean, whatever. Like, not buying a Harbor Freight Jack doesn't feel bad to me. Like, I bought some other brand that's probably exactly the same, but yeah. a little more expensive. Three from, ton? From Winchester. No, just two ton. Okay. So the, I, they had the three tons, but they're pretty compact, you know, and uh, it didn't have as high of a reach. So I bought the one that, you know, it's got the, it, it goes from lower to higher. Uh, you know, it's like uh, two and a half inches at minimum to 20, and but it was only two two ton, which is plenty. Yeah, that's plenty. Like 4,000 pounds or whatever. Yeah. So that's it. Eric, how about you? Eric? Yeah. Updates? Nothing? The biggest project is flipping the wife to get me a project right like that's that's my so that's my program right what now. what are you, what's your quiver of cars right now we we everything's functioning i just have my 11 gti mm-hmm. it's fine you know it's cool it's fine apr tune on it so it, it's oh. got a little get up and go oh, okay right. okay and then we just have a family hauler 07 xc volvo that gets us to the mountains and hauls kids around and we can beat up beat the hell out of it that works fine. Okay. But uh, as as you guys know, there's just desperate, burning desire to join the club and not just observe. Super you know? FOMO. You have a fear of missing out. You're like in the fear of like not being able to buy yeah. a car, right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's some, uh, some of you guys know, you know, there's some personal stuff going on that I'm trying to work through with my, my family, health, re- health issues and stuff. So like, it's, it's such a drag because the mm. funds are good. The, everything's good. The passion is there. So it's just, it's timing. That's it's timing. Total yeah. timing. Thing. I know the timing. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're working through it. Um, but, you know, my I have my my sights set pretty high, right? Because I'm just I'm just bonkers for nine nine three, and it's like you gotta you gotta have fifty. I mean, you, you know, you can find them now. They're 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 settling. Like yeah. you can, I think you could get a pretty reasonable one for forty five actually, and maybe a higher mileage one for forty would be pretty okay. But you know, you're gonna need you're gonna need five or ten to put into it probably, right? So you know, you gotta have. I don't want to finance it and all that crazy shit. So. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know, like, is there something like at 10 or 15 that my wife wouldn't sweat that I could have fun with for a while? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes, there yeah. is. I yeah. know. So yeah. like, yeah. 914 at 15. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be Good cool. Segue. Yeah. That was my first car. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So I don't know if that's the time. Yeah. yeah let's it, do it. Let's right. do this. All right. Car history. So yeah, um, you I'm kind of stoked. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, it, it was the. 
probably the crappiest one that you could ever have was a... 76. 75. Okay. Uh, 1.8 fuel engine. Terrible. Big bumpers and shit. My, my yeah. first one was 74 1.8. Yeah. So yeah. the second crappiest. Right. But, um, but I love that thing. You know, I mean, it was just... And it always ran, like, on weekends and, like, just, like, when it was perfect. And it never ran when I needed it to to get me to school or whatever. But um, <laughs> but I love that thing. And I got it. Um, my dad and I bought it when I was like 15, you know, and, and we kind of did a cosmetic restoration on it for about a year. And then at like 802 on my 16th birthday, I was at the DMV, you know, and then, yep. you know, did it. That's pretty rad, actually. Went getting home the car then, ahead of time. That's yeah. awesome. And so then, you had that ass oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you turned 16. Yeah, and then just got home, hopped in the 914, and drove it for like six hours straight or something. Best awesome. drive ever. Was that in Santa yeah. Barbara? You yeah, Santa Santa Barbara. Barbara. I grew up in Santa Barbara. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I grew up in a total like car nut family, so that's it's awesome. just been from day one. So I, I got to get like, you know, I have a little bit of car history, but my dad's car history is totally bonkers. He... He had in high school, you guys wouldn't guess it in like a thousand guesses. I mean, it's so crazy, this car that he had. Volvo 544. Second no. car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which you see, maybe yeah. you've seen some photos of. I was which, totally which cheating. Is, it's, yeah, totally it's dressed cheating. up like a, um, he, he found some photos of the East African rally. And he made and, his and Volvo. a 544. Oh, that's rad. That. And so I helped him with the graphics. So we oh, got nice. all the vinyl cut. We did no all the, way. It's got logos all over. It's, it, the thing is fucking rad. But his first car. Give us a hint. We're pretty good. Yeah, we want to be able to guess. Yeah, okay. Was Bonus opinion. trivia. European. Uh, <laughs> if I can get more. Uh, what about, uh, give us a, uh, a, a 58, 58 Testarossa. No, no. It was not nice. Like, it's like not super exotic, but like kind of, I don't think you'll guess it. It's early 50s. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a It's French. Oh. Oh, a French. I can't believe it. Was it a Citroën Traction Avant? It was. And he drove that to <laughs> yes. High. What? Yeah. Oh. Like, Wait, I don't even in, know what that is, really. Yes, yeah, I love those things. Citroen, like, very, very uh, old looking. Yeah. I mean, Dude, it, it's like a total anachronism, right? It looks like a 1930s yeah, car, yeah, but yeah. it's a 50s car. That was his first car. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. What Big trip? upright grill and suicide yeah. doors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bonkers. So so then, uh, yeah, he went from that to the 544 uh, Volvo. And he drove the shit out of that thing, and he still so he still has it. So That's he's the original so owner. He bought that it, is so bought cool. it new in '63. No way! Yeah, and it's in wow. the garage. I mean, it's like if I could transport Whoa. it up here right now, it would just own cars and coffee. That's so, so bad. Yeah. You guys should have like a commercial. Yeah, you it's should sweet. contact Volvo. No, this no, no, is no, a delicious video got in the making. Four hundred thousand miles. Yeah. Original and, and owner. Check it out. So on the dash, he's got all these like plaques from all the like Gymkhana's and hill climbs and stuff from like 64 and he was stationed at Hill Air Force Base in Utah that's where he met my mom oh. and he would go down to Moab so he's got like a plaque from the Moab hill climb on the dash of this thing and so from like cool. 1963 and he'd rip the seats out and make it all lightweight and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rad so it's just super cool Very and then cool. he had a bunch of English cars he had MGA MGB he had uh, Healy 3000s um, two of them he had a 62 327 vet, which was outrageous. My uncle Sweet. on my mom's side was a drag racer guy, so um, he had all these just preserved. 63, so that's 62. Four, 62. 62. Is that four, four headlights? That's four. four headlights and kind of like prefaces what's going to happen next. So the tail 
on the 62 gets a little bit sharp. It's not round like the early oh, ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it, in a way, the tail kind of gives you a little glimpse of where like, it's going like to head next. Like stingray 63 kinda. is next. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were stingrays, but... 62 wasn't. No, oh, it wasn't? wasn't? No, no. So the, but the 62, 62 tail gets a little sharper as the early ones were very round. So, well, you know, yeah. anyway, look it up. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, this car was an ex-drag car, and then my... Uncle sort of demodded it a little bit, so it was semi-streetable. But that was that was pretty fun. Very cool. And then um, and then he had a little badass five ten um, that was like sapia brown with the little vinyl top and little so five nice. five slot mask. Awesome. You know that period. And damn, he was definitely yeah, he was enthusiast. definitely yeah. And so I grew up, you know, going to Laguna Seca. Um, we'd go to the IMSA races in the seventies and historic auto races forever. I went to the um, Long Beach Grand Prix when I was a little little kid in '76 um, and Formula watched One. yeah Formula, Formula One, One. Prix, yeah, yeah. And watched Clay Regazzoni wow. win the Long Beach Grand Prix with, and that was the snorkel era you know with the yes. and, and we you know we had these <laughs> shitty seats so all we could see was this snorkel <laughs> <guy. laughs> yeah. I mean, such distinct memories of that so very cool sounds must and be um, and in the in the Horton household uh, to this day it's you know Sunday mornings are NASCAR and Formula One and, oh, yeah? and, and my my parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary a year ago, I think. And, um, my brother and I went down obviously and, and, and we had a little, had a big party and, and my brother gets up and does a toast and he was so spot on. He's like, well, you know, what, you know, what's the secret, right? I mean, 50 years is a long time. And he's like, NASCAR, <laughs> was like, you know, it's true. Like they love it, you know, and it's from like from day one. So, um, so it's pretty cool. So I, yeah, I definitely grew up with, you know, racetrack. And was he in the industry at all? No, no, no. He was an administrator at UCSB. And, oh, you know, all, okay. yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's an army guy. He was in the uh, air force, air force uh, create uh, just minor, minor segue, but it, I, I got to tell the story. So my grandfather on my dad's side was, um, they had a farm in Illinois and he inherited the farm basically. And he didn't want to be a farmer and they had a grain elevator, which apparently was worth a shitload of money back in the forties. So he bought a Cessna, airplane what got metal? A, I don't know but it early early mid 40s Cessna okay no instruments I mean just Piper or something, Piper or, something yeah. or other grabbed my grandmother and said you know screw it we're, we're bailing out of Illinois we're gonna fly to the west coast what? Yes. yeah yeah so rad I mean this story is amazing <laughs> they flew to Seattle you know, with many stops in along the way. 19, like, I'm going to say 46. Or that something. is so and rad. Then, and then basically the intent was to, like, figure out where they're going to yeah. homestead it. You know, they're mm. going to, like, find the spot. So they What better way than they, looking they for They flew down the coast and ended up in Santa Barbara. And they're like, yeah, wow. this is it. They they're like, this looks it. pretty. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Here. So they commissioned a house and, and they went back and got my dad. And then my dad moved to Santa Barbara in, like, 1948 or something. Wow. So, yeah. Right. And then, Nailed it. Yeah. So pretty, pretty rad story. So. Uh, adventurous uh, souls, you know, yeah. to, to imagine yeah. that, right? It's big, so crazy. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, out, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I know. And you're driving a what? So, GTI? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not adding up. Not, yeah. Well, you still so, have time. That's, yeah. That's no, there's still time. There's still so time. I have so, to ask. I mean, I, I went to school down there. So the 914. Did you ever take it up in the mountains there, like Gibraltar? Oh Road yeah. Like... No, it was just it was it was just back roads all the so time. So that's and, a yeah. little little sneak preview of Coastal Range Rally too. Mm. Oh, there you go. Just so you know. All right. Well, I gotta I gotta get. Get on board. Oh, right. Get on board. But that's a little further south, though, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that's where we're going. Okay. uh, All right. But uh, you have till February to get... I got some work to do. Get a car with a sense of occasion. End of February. So... To be honest, um, your GTI is welcome, but... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not... We would would be happy. Hey, come on. Yeah. I know. It's fun. It's a great car. And, like, for, for what... 
for the purpose it serves now, which is I got to haul kids, I oh, got to yeah. haul bikes. Yeah, you can't it, argue it, with that. It's perfect. Dude, go with your dad yeah. and drive the Volvo. There you go. I know. Yeah, that would be a great Just steal the Volvo. Yeah, it would I be mean, great. It would be great. for the last one, it, we were so stoked on the father-son yeah. duos that we were just like having that's so a, much that's fun. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, how many father? We had at least there three were fathers yeah. and yeah. duos, and one was in the this this thing. I mean, I don't know. Some Bristol. of you have seen photos Bristol. of it. It's outrageous. Yeah. It's, I love it. This yeah. thing is so well, crazy. Like have you seen photos of it? No, it's no. Yeah, 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 I want to check it out. Yeah. It's pretty or, crazy. I mean, the other option would be you could just kind of like rattle can each panel a different color, put some vinyl, like a meatball in the door. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Plasti dip the wheels. Yeah. And you're in, dude. ZHP shift knob. ZHP shift knob. ZHP all the things. So, so the the nine fourteen got backed into at my girlfriend's house one night and it was just like, ah, like tr- crush me, crush the car. Crush the car. Uh, yeah. we, we patched it back together, but it just, you know, it just broke my so heart. What so what year is this? What year? This, well, yeah, so I'm, I'm older than you guys. So I'm, this would have been, uh, let's see, 87 or something. Yeah. Yeah. 88, something like that. Um, so I, I went from that right into, uh, 83 GTI. Which oh, is what? That car was fun. You yeah, and Lane have a lot oh, of cars. First year. Yeah. Hey, so, well, before you go to the yeah. GTI, I got to ask, so how did you choose a 914? And was your dad I, like a big factor in that? Or were yeah, you looking we, through the we, ads or what? No, I don't know. I think we just got, I think he, he was probably the bigger instigator on it. Like pushed, I think he wanted to, you know, he wanted me to have something cool. Yeah, and yeah. Something, I mean, it was affordable. It was like 1500 yeah. bucks. You know? It's funny yeah. too. It was only yeah. like what? 10, 12 year, 12 year old car yeah, at that time. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It was worth nothing. What's a 12 year old car now? Uh, what year is that? Right. Like, right. like uh, 2004. Horse. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm going to get an 04 Boxster. Right. Right. Like that's an expensive car yeah. still for, for a freshman. Yeah. It's not funny though. Like, uh, but, yeah. This thing was cool. It was black on black. Um, it had period mags on. Oh, it. that's yeah. the ice tea paint job. Yeah. So it was, it was sweet. Cool. It was fun. It was, it was a lot of, and, and, um, I was bike racing at the time. So I would take the top off. <laughs> yeah. That crazy. seems like yeah, that, seriously, not an crazy. ideal car. And I was, um, Art would know like out at research park across from UCSB, yeah. we had, yeah. you know, race practice a couple nights a week. And, and so I would put a towel like over the target bar and I take the front wheel off of the, off the bike yeah, you just hang it and over. I'd hang the forks over the, the back deck and the, fr- the back wheel would sit like in the passenger seat yep. and that's how I'd transport awesome. my, my bike out. Did to... you have a Dekine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the, 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 the cover. Yeah. This is way pre yeah, 80s, it was 80s. It was like acid bleach denim. Yes. Like a... <laughs> they did make yeah. like, uh, mount, they did make like bike mounts for those though. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But, um, for the, this the was, trunk or something? But yeah. when you're this in high was, school. this was low budge. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that was fun. I drove the shit out of that thing and, and then, uh, and then had the GTI, which was amazing. That that car, I really, really love that car. Um, just handled great, looked great. Like what color? Silver with the blue. Yeah, you know, with the, with the red stripes. Is that a Jujaro design? Yeah, Jujaro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that could be another good one if you wanted to get your own car. It's one of those would be cool. really fun right now. Eye them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not cheap anymore, but right. it's cheaper than nine fourteen. Yeah, a nice no, one. Yeah, the yeah. golf ball five, shift knob and the five to six, seven grand or so yeah. would be a yeah. really nice one, and it wouldn't lose value. Yeah, but really fun. It's not nine nine three. No, that's it. Yeah, no, I know. So slow car fast. Yeah, so um, so I drove that all like finished high school and then drove through college with that, and it, I, I went to school in Utah, which is kind of an interesting story on how I ended up there. I don't know if it's a car, like, what was a good segue is, but we take um, tangents. All right, so tangent time. Yeah. Okay. We don't usually announce. Try, them try like to incorporate that. a car. Right. <laughs> try to, no, just no, this is good. This is good because. Um, all right, so I'm bike racing, and somehow I get assigned to find this coach, and um, like. 
I'm looking at, I get his name, but I have to look it up. This is back in phone book days. And I'm going down the phone book and right above the coach's name is this name. I don't know if Lane would know, uh, Mark Sterenberger. Do you know who that is? No. Mm -hmm. So he was an illustrator in Road and Track magazine forever. Whoa, super cool. So he did all the like, what's the profile? He, he did, did illustrations of projecting like what is the you know oh, five years out yeah. what is the next yeah. porsche gonna yeah. look like you know okay so i've been mimicking his work you know i was i was i've been drawing since we day all, one we all have yeah, yeah right yeah and uh love cars love drawing draw cars all the time had this you know little portfolio i think i'm a junior in high school at the time didn't know anything about what i would want to do with these passions so it turns out this guy, Mark Sternberger, lives about five blocks from me in Santa Barbara. I had no idea that, you know, I'd, I'd looked at, my dad was, he's got road and track magazines back into yeah. the 60s, you know. So, I mean, I've been watching his work forever. And so I'm freaking out. Never called the bike coach guy just because, you know, this, Screw that this guy. just took over my world. <laughs> and um, and so I'm freaking out and I, I go, you know, I, I, I got to get in touch with this guy. My dad, oh yeah, I, I bet... I bet I know somebody that knows them. You know, the car community in Santa Barbara is pretty small. So, and back then, did they have addresses in the phone book? Yeah, they did. So you yeah. find someone's <laughs> totally name, right. remember their address, yeah. and Connor. He's like yeah. going down the, the <laughs> yeah. phone book. Literally, yeah. he lived about five blocks from me, and uh, maybe Art knows that up by the Ellen Canto Hotel, like yeah, sort of yeah. near the mission. Yeah, he lives just right up there. And uh, so, seriously, like that night, we get a hold of him because this guy Greg Young that we know knows him, and Greg Young has an amazing collection of cars, by the way. 300 SL, uh, 57 uh, aluminum body four cam speedster, and a 63 fuel injection. Those are all right. Those are all right. Yeah. Pretty good collection. Yeah. But anyway, so he puts me in contact with this guy, Mark Sternberger, and he's yeah, come on out to the studio. So his studio is out by the airport in Santa Barbara, mm. and it's Mark Sternberger Design, and he's, a, he's doing his illustrations, but he's also a design consultant for lots of the big, you know, big three and, and so forth. And there's also some other stuff being run out of there, which is, um, do you guys, have you ever heard of Clenet Coachworks? And they they did these neoclassical kind of, um, anyway, look it up later. Yeah. How do you spell it? uh, C-L-E-N-E-T. And so Alain Clenet uh, was partnered with Mark Sternberger and they had this design business, but they also ran Clinet Coachworks and they made about 200 of these neoclassic kind of... Is that um, kind of like Excaliburs? Yeah, you're talking about? definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a trip. Okay. So anyway, that was not my style, but, yeah. <laughs> but this is for art. Clinet drove a Alpine... Uh, uh, 310. Oh, 310. Oh, yeah. 310, the newer Lane one. loves those too. Yeah, right? yeah. Those so, were pretty yeah. dope. Plenty. And then who was interning at uh, Sternberg Design, but um, Chip Foose. No way. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he grew up in Santa Barbara. His dad was like a hot rodder guy in Santa oh, Barbara. I thought he was an L.A. guy. No, no. Well, he's a young Chip Foose. He yeah. still had the hair just kind of totally. sitting on top of his It looks almost the same. Yeah, just, just you know, 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so this, this was like, this is a significant turning point in my life, meeting this guy, because... I didn't know anything about this world. I like cars. I like to draw, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden I meet this guy and he's like, yeah, okay. So here's what it is. He's instructing at art center and he takes me under his wing and he takes me down. Like he's does a Saturday class. So all of a sudden I'm like rolling down to art center in Pasadena on Saturdays with Mark Sternberger. So were you there when Chip Chip Foose was there too, right? Chip Chip was still in school at art center and, and working at Sternberger design and, 
then, you know, I went down, I don't know, three or four times to Pasadena and then, uh, his class would come up to Santa Barbara and do a, do a class at his studio. And it was just like, it was rad so I mean, cool. to be a, like a junior in high school and have this experience. So rad. And then, so this is, this is where the segue goes back to Utah is that, um, this is a trip. Sternberger is also a guest instructor at BYU, which is kind right. of bizarre, right? Is he Mormon? He's not. His oh. wife is. Though. Okay. Yeah, he's not. And my mom's family is all from Utah, and they're like, she's not Mormon anymore, but grew up that. So anyway, like, there's a whole transportation design program oh, at Utah, BYU. Huh? Yeah, huh? I had no idea. No. And it's like a tenth of the cost of Art Center, and so um, Mark's like, yeah. You should definitely look into this if you can handle the, you know, sorry if there's any the ones out there. Or, or, <laughs> hey, man, or, but, we're, we're not proponents. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway. there is a code of conduct at that there, school. There, well, and that's a, that's kind of a little segue, too, which is. <laughs> <laughs> How did you deal with that? Well, I'll just, I'm just going to give you, like, a math problem here. Okay. So, I actually ended up at BYU. And um, and it was amazing. We went to visit, and I, walk, I go into the design studio, and it's like. Clay models, sketches, full-size renderings. I mean, it's full-on transportation design program. And what year was that? I don't know, 88 or something? Okay. Yeah. So, and, and they have internships lined up with Nissan and Ford and General yeah. Motors and like on and on. I mean, it was like a full full deal. So, um, so I ended up doing that and my grandparents were there and it was just like, I just plugged, I have like 50 relatives in pro. It was so crazy how like these connections that you make end up sending you on these you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going down the phone book, and all of a sudden, <laughs> your entire life changes. Yeah. I mean, it, that's that's what yeah. happened, literally. And so, uh, so let me get, let me give you just slightly off topic here, but just to let you know that I had a good time. There's 30,000 people at BYU, so that's about 15,000 girls. And guys, when they're 19, they all leave. And they go on a mission for two years, <laughs> except yeah, huh? the non-Mormon guy. Oh. So <laughs> I was the only like 19 and 20 year old guy. <laughs> so I'll just let you ponder that for a moment. But um, anyway, back to design. So uh, <laughs> that was really funny. It was insane. I had no idea what I was getting into. Whoa. And, and uh, for the first time, I'm a white ass dude, and I was like a uh, pretty exotic, you know, in that environment. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Barbara, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. exotic. Yeah. So anyway, it was fun. Um, I had a good time. And Utah's rad too. Oh, I mean, great. yeah, skiing in the mountains like that. Like, yeah, it was, it was great. So uh, totally weird. I mean, just so bizarre. But anyway, they had a really good program. Uh, I ended up getting a design internship with General Motors. So I worked awesome. at the Advanced Concept Studio in Newberry Park. And we worked on a concept car called the Pontiac Salsa. And you guys can yes. check that out. Salsa. It debuted at the 92 LA Auto Show. Yes. Uh, which was badass. Um, so I'll get back to that in a second. Um, and then some of my classmates did really well uh, in the car industry. They stuck with it. Clay Dean is one of my Holy shit, better I know friends. Clay, yeah, I've met Clay Dean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't so, know. Um, but... So Holy he's uh, he's the advanced concepts director for GM. Um, there's there's a bunch of anyway, but like he's probably the the one that's had the most success. Dude, he was he's a big deal. Yeah, I he mean... was head of Cadillac. He headed up Hummer for a while, and, that's and no joke. Hummer's so, known for their design. So Tom, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom pointed, but 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 he did he he fully gets credit for rebuilding. Cadillac, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was yeah. a pretty big deal. So he's uh, he's he's made a really good career. He made there. the Katera. 
No. no it's Ziggs. It's Ziggs. Okay. But, uh, so, and then, uh, yeah, so during the summers, um, I mentioned, uh, I think I, uh, Art took a picture of the Mariah Mazda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 hideous. it's crazy, but I did a, I did a summer, summer job at Mariah. Um, in Santa Barbara, they do modified RX-7s. They're like and, body kit companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were working on the Gen 2. Did it ever RX-7. come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, probably, okay. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool to, um, you know, put the art into practice a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, you know, make something happen. And, um, yeah. And then um, had a great time at GM. Um, they were working on this. It was called like a California entry vehicle. So it was like a like a low-budge kind of beach beach inspired vehicle. And so they uh-huh. brought over a bunch of the, I think they call them K cars, right? From Japan, like yeah, little yeah. micro cars. So oh, yeah. I think I chimed in a couple months ago on, um, you guys were looking at the Nissan retro cars. Like the somebody saw the Figaro. Figaro yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. we had one at GM when I was there and I got to take it on weekends, which was fun. It was huh. the B1, which huh. looked like a mini. That's what we mm. call this guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I was, think I would it, like this it was, car, uh, too. it was yellow. It had a rag top, um, oh. super fun. Trippy so little cars. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a little three cylinder turbo Daihatsu and, Mm. shit and yeah. yeah anyway it was, it was super blast i had a great time that's awesome so yeah. was it fun or were you kind of like hinder i mean you were at gm during arguably the lowest point of gm yeah, yeah. and so um, how was that uh i didn't give a shit i was drawing my ass off yeah, I mean, a great were you time. allowed yeah, to I do didn't... whatever you want oh yeah yeah guys, no totally you guys are doing concepts and yeah weird no stuff this and... was this was the advanced concept center yeah and, and you were an intern and yeah. Kinda, yeah no i didn't feel any weirdness at all and this is it, that's the salsa? It, yeah. Pontiac salsa. Oh, yeah, that's so you, what, you were going to come back to the salsa? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> hey, 1992, man. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the cars that I would have drawn. It's like a vector. When I was 12. <laughs> so, uh, Can I just throw a name yeah. out? The Pontiac Banshee yeah, yeah, really yeah. made an impression on yeah. me at one of the no, that car was, shows. Um, uh, I think it was around the same Tom, time, maybe a little I, I'm later. I'm going to say it was Tom Peters was the designer in that era for that car. That was amazing. There was a lot of great, like GM was, they were doing some pretty rad stuff at that time. Eric, are you uh, are you pretty into the designers and, and following their work? Do you know them like you know people might know baseball players? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I you, mean you uh, know what, what I, I guys think that the, what? The, the, the heavy hitters. You know, yeah. I, I I wouldn't you know I don't know staff designers oh, that, sure, that sure. you don't know about, but certainly the uh, the name brand guys. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, you know I'm all into yeah, and know yeah. the history and okay and uh, that's I, cool. Are you gonna I are you are that. you prepping me for some? Maybe some trivia time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I know no. you're going to call me out. No, no, um, no, not really. But uh, so yeah, so that I mean that was awesome experience. I went back to school, uh, and unfortunately the program was kind of falling apart. So I was like the last guy to graduate from BYU with the transportation. Oh, oh wow. really? It yeah. So that, so it kind of yeah it was a, it was a bummer. They lost some funding and stuff for that program. So I had to kind of fly solo the last year. And uh, when it got to graduation time, economy was bad. GM was sucking bad. That was my best chance was probably with GM. So this is around like 92. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, and it just, it, yeah. you know, it, the it war, like everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, so it, so it didn't have, so I had to kind of scramble and like reboot a little bit. So I, I uh, but I did do a, uh, I did a rad trip to Europe after graduating and I went to Torino and I made the the pilgrimage, and via Mark Sternberger, I had some connections. Nice. So I got in to visit at um, Pininfarina. I've heard um, of it. I did. Yeah, you've heard of those guys. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Um, Gia. And so I made this day where I toured around cool. Torino and got full access tours of of like Pininfarina, you know, and saw the whole wow. archive. And do you have pictures from that trip? You know, it, this is such a bummer. And my I I left my camera on a 
train one night when we were, mm. you know, anyway, so, but I've got it burned into my sure, memory. Sure. You yeah. could probably draw all the stuff you I saw. Could, you know? I could, yeah. And, uh, I anyway, was just thinking uh, it had been some pretty oh, classic yeah, stuff at this and, point. And Gia was, um, primarily doing work for Ford at the time and they were, um, they were doing some cool, anyway, it was, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. So, so then I went, I went back to Santa Barbara to try to regroup and figure out, okay, I didn't have an immediate job opportunity. So I, I went to work for this place called Prototype Source and they were building concept cars for all the LA studios. So they built the concept for the original Beetle, you know, like the modern Beetle, yeah. the concept mm. one. And there's still a few companies in LA that yeah, does they, this. They are. I forget the name of it. So this is the this is the totally awesome twist of the story is that I, I had no idea what they were working on. I go in and they're building the fucking Pontiac Salsa that I'd worked on the summer oh, before what? as an intern. Oh, yeah, no way. So they were building the, the cars that were going to be like, I designed that shit at the LA auto show. That's I, I, it was a trip. It was like, yes, this is so oh, amazing to have cool. that experience of the earliest sketches and then seeing it come in and then seeing it come yeah. to life, go to the show. Because you wouldn't even be as a designer, you wouldn't be part of that process of building the car. Typically not. You just send yeah. the design. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's off onto that department and you're onto the next project. You made and, some like fifth scale models and stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. You, you so we were, you know, we were, yeah. And actually at, at GM, it's like you're sketching and then the model makers are doing the fifth scale models yeah. and they've got, you know, they have experts in that stuff. So, uh-huh. but anyway, it was a super cool experience to do that. Um, and then, uh, you know, had to, I went to, ended up going to art center for a while after that because I, I just like, I got to figure out how to hone the skills and make sure like in the meantime, while the economy is trying to reboot. And then, uh, my career took a totally different path. I got into like motocross protection gear. I worked at Fox racing and did helmets and boots. And, and then I went, I went just to special- straight up industrial design. Yeah, yeah. I went to, went to specialized bikes and worked there. And then now, you know, my current role is, um, creative director at, at Juro, uh, sport design. We do cycling and snow, uh, you know, helmets and, and gear and so forth. But, and, um, yeah, just for, for the listeners, um, bell is part of that. That's right. That world. Yeah. And so do you do the bell racing helmets, all that design as well? Well, uh, we do the power sports motorcycle helmets in our office, but the auto racing stuff is handled by a, a different division. Yeah. They were really like not... somewhere in the Midwest, right? Yeah. 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 I can't remember if they're in Illinois or something, but, okay. um, yeah, kind of, kind of a different department. I mean, gotcha. we like, we like the association. It's a, it's a good association. Yeah. And, you know, when they have F1 drivers and, and so forth that are wearing bell helmets. Well, I wear a great. bell helmet. Yeah. So that's, that's a, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not a big deal. So, yeah. That's, so, how long have you been at uh, Juro? Uh, I don't know, eight years or something okay. now. So, I rose up, kind of, you know, was a staff designer, and then, um, and now, now leading the the design department. Yeah. And, and is that when you moved to Santa Cruz? And yeah, we moved. Uh, we moved when I was at Specialized. So, I've okay. been here in Santa Cruz since '99, and uh, man, yeah, you, I love it. Do you feel the the pull back to Santa Barbara much? It's it's still home, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, probably ultimately one day. But yeah. um, but we love it here. I always say I live in Santa Barbara too. Yeah. I went to school there, but uh, just for a couple of years. And um, I would say it'd be a great place to retire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't love going there and visiting, but I, agree. I feel like Santa Cruz and the proximity to kind of more culture, a little bit more diversity. Yeah, the roads are fantastic. Yeah, though. yeah. No, it's a it's a special place. And I I grew up there in the seventies when it was kind of a regular town, and it's turned into something maybe a little bit different now. Where you know, it's so crazy expensive. It's pretty high. And it's pretty you, you, luxurious. You really can't have a normal job and and Make afford it. to live there. I yeah, mean, yeah. which and that's the issue is that there, yeah. that's all there is there, right? I mean, it's right. you. You're either a movie star and you're chilling, or you, you got, are working for the serv- some sort of service industry. Yeah, or I mean, money. you know, my parents yeah. were in early and they worked at the university and you know yeah. had had good you know good you know yeah, middle that's middle a great job class jobs, but yeah, yeah, but. You but you can't do that you now. You can't do that now. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the way Santa Cruz is getting, too, and all these yeah, places. It definitely right? is. Yeah. 
but um that's that's uh, really killer i'm glad you told us that story of just kind of how your your path went and it's cool to think that you you know you meet some guy in the phone book and then here you are you know yeah i mean that's um you know if anybody ever asked me about advice and career and so forth it's it's like you got to you got to bust ass but you don't know where you're headed and so like when those when those opportunities drop and you're ready to pounce on it because you're prepared and you know you don't know where the path's leading you but you're ready to take that 90 degree turn when the opportunity comes you're ready to seize it yeah and that's and you're not scared to just go knock on this guy's door, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. Cold call him and say, yeah. "Hey, uh, dude, like, I like your work, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. can I come check it out? Yeah." And I was looking through some photos the other night, and it's like, you know, he came to my high school graduation, and like was, That's you know, I'd come cool. home from. That's awesome. I'd come home from college and show him my work, you know, during the summer and and at, at Christmas holiday or whatever. And he was always a great mentor. And um, and actually, just today, kind of thinking about, you know, coming to see you guys tonight, I looked him up and he's like he lived he went back he's uh, swiss oh so he moved back to europe for a while and then now he's back like in ventura or something and he's got cool. burger design and and so i'm gonna like i'm gonna oh, try no to reconnect yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah well you yeah. know that is night two of our coastal range rally so yeah to come out nice. and join us for dinner. <laughs> i gotta i gotta see if i can get the 544 out of the garage and dust Definitely. it off this thing is look it's it's a little bit deep in the uh in airport the, design well, it's, but what you have to do is you have to bring it up here yeah. and get it all i mean does he drive it on a regular basis not, not really it's yeah like you when probably have to go down to visit you, you know you we, get, we get it fired up and we we rally around yeah no this thing's got to be ready in february yeah but yeah, like, yeah. you gotta you, you gotta get months. the brakes dialed yeah, and time. Yeah, right. fluids, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah you can't just pull it out of the garage in january and it's uh it's pokey, but it's, uh, it's a great it makes car. a just a raspy ass, yeah. you know, rattle yeah. us. Yeah, so we got. Fun. I mean, Warren can hook you up with all kinds of like universal fluids and shit that you could just. That's right. In. <laughs> clear, clear coolants. <laughs> Actually, for that thing, it probably took more than enough. <laughs> just took distilled water. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For some water, water. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so you guys know I was just in Germany. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, we had the big. So my my company shows our our wares at um, a couple big bike shows a year. One is in Germany, Eurobike show. And this is bicycles. Bicycle yeah. stuff. Yep. And we won a Eurobike award this year for a new shoe, which is rad. Oh, nice. Um, oh. So that was great. But um, what I've never done before is made the, the pilgrimage to uh, Stuttgart. And it's only two hours from Friedrichshafen where the show is. And so me and one of my colleagues, who's a car guy as well, he's come to, um, he's come to the, the DWA cars and coffee before he's mm-hmm. got the little S three Audi, um, little gray one. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So Steve, that's one of my, one he of was my at, colleagues. Uh, ask Frieza coffee. That's yeah. right. Yeah, coffee. The, the yeah. Cold one at yeah. 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 Apologize to him for us. And so, um, so I'm saying, you know what, let's, let's do it. You know, let's go to, let's go to the museum and let's go. Let's... Porsche and Mercedes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two hours and, uh, away. Yeah. And so he starts, he starts looking into it and he goes, do you know what? I'm like, he's like, you can fucking rent a Porsche right at the museum and you know I'm like all right we're in you know <laughs> yeah so we cut out early a little bit from the show on Friday and, and we boogie out to uh, Zuffenhausen and yeah you you roll into the museum and you get 
signed up. Right. I mean, we had it already registered, you know, or reserved or whatever. Yeah. And is there a choice of cars? There is. Uh, it was limited. Um, there was stuff that was already sold out, but we got a. Um, I'll take the 550 Spider that's on the stand. Well, there. well we we roll in. I'll and take the pig. The, <laughs> I mean, the pig. The pig. The pig. The, pig, the, pig, pig, the, pig. Yeah. the coop. Yeah. Well, anyway, but there was there was a purple uh, GT3 RS sitting out with a Porsche Drive logo on it. Right. Yeah, that one, please. <laughs> that would work. I can but, picture it being like, you know, when it hurts and it's like, you know, if you have an upgrade or whatever. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> fine. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we, so the, the best we could do was, uh, was a, uh, 981 Cayman GTS. And that's uh, cool. You got a GTS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. I mean, it was, Manual it, it was tip. PDK. Yeah. It was all right. Those yeah. sound awesome. That, 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 the motor. Are, yeah. And so, um, and so getting, so anyway, we had it for three hours and it was freaking cheap. Like it was 179 euros for three hours, which I thought was pretty reasonable. And I think that they're selling a lot of cars via this Porsche drive thing because you, I mean, you just get to go gain the hell out of these things. So like, where did you go? Well, so they, there was, uh, we'd looked up some routes and then Porsche drive also had some suggested routes. Sure. Based on kind of your time frame that you had, you yeah. have it for a day, you have it for a couple hours, you know. Okay, here's a, you know, here's a here's a place to get an espresso at a castle like out in the boonies, oh, you know. And that's, that's sort of like cool. the, that's like that the turnaround cool. point, and then so awesome. yeah, so um, so I, I got in first, and uh, I got to got to drive it out of town, and so you know the the Cayman has Cayman GTS has three modes. It's got drive, sport, and then like sport plus, I yep. think. And so we were rolling through these series of tunnels on the way out of Stuttgart and we called it, put it in tunnel mode and we just put it in, in sport plus or whatever. Cause the thing was so rowdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just like, you know, back off of the 18 wheeler that's, that's in front of us, give them a little space and then just mash it. Right. Sound was unreal in the tunnel. Oh, it was so fun. And we just, so did you use like manual shifting the whole time? Oh yeah. 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 yeah totally. And you were in sport plus. Most yeah. Of the pretty time. much yeah, most yeah. of the time. So it took us a little while to get out, but then, um, finally got us off of the main road and into some twisties. And we had, I had a good 35, 40 minutes of just full, full rally mode. You know, nice. and I've obviously never been on the roads before. Sure. Trying to keep it you don't know, you know somewhat sane but yeah. i mean it was it was so fun and then you know you get you get some line of sight and you get a, you know you see a little couple turns that you can line up and that thing is rowdy it's a fun so more than enough car than you would ever need i don't know why you would need a lot more than that on street on the street i mean yeah. It's got no, plenty. You're yeah. pre- it, preaching to the choir here. No, yeah, were you able to like you were probably able to actually give it uh, like full throttle. Oh yeah, yeah, no, the, full, full. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we got to fully Which experience is fun. it. Which And and I would say, well, no, Lane's saying like I'm saying a GT3 RS. It was slow you're enough like to, barely that you were able the to throttle. Get a full yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Like yeah. when I drove a turbo, whatever, a few weeks ago. Right. I like give it full even, throttle like three times. Right. No, no. This one you can you can exercise. Yeah. yeah. You can get it. Yeah. It was fun. And I would say, I don't know if this is true, but I had the sensation that. Um, in this in the sport plus mode i would say it won't let you get into trouble but it, but i felt it kind of like step out just slightly you know like when we really were pushing it and it and it didn't feel like it was intervening um, yeah Porsche's good at that yeah they like i didn't i didn't really... get into my car history past the gti but i had a i had like a i don't know 99 328i you know, um, those things manual. cut off hard. It was, it was like, it Cuts just intervenes like crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're like in the middle of a turn. It just goes, Nope, sorry. Yeah. You're out. And it, it, it was lame. You know, it was horrible yeah. driving experience with that. I mean, it was, it was much a great car. Better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. imagine. But, yeah. um, that was a fun car, but, uh, 
but the yeah the the nannies in that car were just so heavy handed and I would say my my feeling in the GTS was that um, it wasn't going to let you totally fuck up, but it allowed you just a little. You know, just, just let little, you yeah, have fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, let moment. you scare yourself. Yeah. And it would also not let you miss shift with the, that was oh, interesting yeah. to me uh, because, um, the, which one thing that I really hated about it was that the shifters are, are symmetrical. So both sides have the same function of the wheel. Oh, it's not like one down. No. One oh, you and have to push pull. Yeah. And that's oh, just yeah. like a shitty steering yeah. wheel. Yeah. And I like, ah, that, uh, that, that killed that's me. That's the worst. And so I, I, I miss shifted like, Three or four times. We're just stupid because they, up until now, they basically was, offered a non-sport wheel. Yeah, and it has push-pull yeah. shifter. So pull is okay. up, push or yeah. pushes up. Both sides pull are the same. Down, both sides are the same, and there's these stupid little clickers. Right, and then they also offered paddles. Okay, like full paddles. Yeah, that was on the. Well, it was an optional wheel for like seven hundred dollars. Okay. That's bullshit so, on the GTS. That, that was that. that was the. If I had a, any, I mean, that was it. Yeah. That was the negative, which was like. You That's know, not I mean, too bad. It's not, Especially I mean, okay. if there was an option to cancel that out. <laughs> and it, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would have fucked up if the paddles were in the right place, and it, yeah. but I totally fucked up three or four times, yeah. and it did not shift. Like, you know, Hashtag yeah. push-pull yeah. right. I mean, yeah. You're an amazing driver, and Porsche's blowing it, is what yeah. I'm saying. And I'm a terrible passenger because... Oh, um, God, then you're with your friend. Oh he's rallying. He's just like... <laughs> how is he? Is he a decent driver? He's okay. He's done a few track days and okay. stuff. You know, okay. How was he as a passenger? Uh, he was, he was, he was quiet. Maybe he was not bad. He was not bad. Yeah. Um, we had one, one extremely harrowing moment. Um, it wasn't my fault at all. Extremely. I was dry. Yeah. I mean, it was scary. We were, we were way deep in the, I don't even know where we were on the way to this castle to get a coffee. And there's, there's this guy coming down. We're on this long sweeping left-hand turn and there's this guy in this Mark II. I think it was a GTI. It could have been a golf. Just like mashing it, like coming down towards us. Is a Mark II? Yeah, that's kind of a it was, old car. Yeah, though, yeah, right? and and just like you know, like barely holding on, and yeah. he's doing like ninety miles an hour around this turn. We're going Jeez. up, and there was there's no shoulder, there's no nothing. And I'm like, this guy is going to completely head on into us, and that's it, and we're just done. And there's nothing I can do because yeah. there's trees all over the place. I mean, like either I I completely just trash the car right now and drive drive off into the trees because I think he's gonna I mean and I don't know we were there was probably less than a foot between us wow and I'm doing yikes whatever 65 70 and he's doing like 90 on the way down going downhill yeah that scared the shit out of me (laughs) anyway but other than that uh, we had um, we had some fun fun times Um, we we got completely left I'm I'm kind of embarrassed I wasn't driving so I'm I Steve was driving there was a guy on a trike. <laughs> and you know, Germans get into some crazy shit. They, yeah. they, they, like, they get really weird about yeah. it. Yeah. And this guy had one of these trikes that had a VW motor in the back. To oh, two wow. Wheel, yeah, uh, like yeah. a full... And it's on, it, <laughs> Check it out on Aircourt and Design on Instagram. Um, <laughs> you could, <laughs> but this guy just fucking left us going down. He was motoring. He was wow. so bonkers in this that thing. That sounds crazy. It was nuts. Like, I couldn't believe he held on to it. And um, it was great. Cherry red That's metallic. like to the point yeah. where you don't wow. want to chase him too close because you're worried. Well, no, no, no. Because he did yeah. some... Psychotic stuff later, <laughs> yeah, where he just fully blind turned past yeah. three cars and like, yes, dude, to have that thing in Germany, you have to be a fucking weirdo, total yeah. freak, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, that's that's worth a look on the on the old Instagram there. That was that's... that was bonkers. But anyway, we had a great time. How was the espresso?
espresso when you got to the castle. That's was what everyone was uh, again. <laughs> You know, it was it was, it was okay. Uh, I ordered, I wanted a macchiato, and I ended up totally botching it on that because of was it like a and, touristy type of place no, 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 or something? Cool. Or no, it was it legit? A, no, it was a total, total kind of just little little village. It was uh-huh. perfect. But um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah. way too much milk. Deutschland, <laughs> um, <so, laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it would be a different story. Yeah, but we uh, and then we spent the whole next day doing museums, and um, you know, if you get the chance. The uh, the Porsche experience there at Zuffenhausen Museum. I mean, it's it's a whole city, right? I mean, the whole that right. whole Zuffenhausen area is basically Porsche. There's Porsche plots, the streets, and everything. But but the museum, um, pretty fantastic. And so it's I, like multi level. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, um, modern, beautiful. Yeah, really well Did done. Did you do like the guided tour with no, headphones and all that? No. Stuff? Well, we had headphones. Yeah, so you oh, could okay. you could do yeah. the history. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of information and it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to hell yeah. Put it. the headphones on at a museum like that. Lane, like, is this a museum that you had gone to too back so in the day? So when I went to the Porsche Museum, it was literally a barn. Yeah, this was and no it barn. Was, it was only wide enough for a car to be on your left car to be on your right and an aisle through the middle yeah and and there was an old lady working in there not like and that, that was the only employee yeah wow. and you walk through and it was like there's just little ropes between the was cars. that like at where they made the gumon coops like in that remember they used to make them in a barn so oh yeah that's that's i don't know in, oh was that in yeah Austria? That's Austria. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, but uh yeah it was a it was a totally different thing back then that was 92 so yeah yeah, yeah. lots changed um amazing facility and um what i you know i didn't know so much about the really early history of uh ferdinand you know he was born in 1875 um and by his early 20s was just you know like this genius um, yeah and all the auto union stuff and all amazing that. contributions um this was this is probably the 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 one thing that shocked me the most was um he had developed a hybrid car in like 1898 with what? electric motors in the wheels he, and first it was electric and the one of the customers for this car is called the loner l-o-h-n-e-r i believe porsche mm-hmm. you can look it up check it out um I believe the story is that a customer said, I need more, I need more power. I need, so, so he developed a, a combustion motor to, you know, link with the hybrid electric power what? system, like wow. pre 19 fucking hundred Porsche, Ferdinand Porsche, um, in his like early twenties, you know, I mean, this guy was just a, um, you know, phenomenal engineer and designer and, and so oh, forth. So, um, kind of blew my mind right out of the gate. Like, yeah. whoa. And, uh, and then, you know, he, we, we kind of take it through the twenties and, um, and he was doing, um, consulting work and so forth. The Porsche brand didn't really come into place until 40 years. Uh, well, well, yeah. he opened up a, a design and engineering consultancy basically in the early thirties. We made the bug in 36. So. Right. So that was as basically as a consultant, you right. know, nothing was branded Porsche. The first thing, um, and th- probably the, one of the most stunning uh, exhibits was the, I believe it's called the Type 64, and it's um, it's an aerodynamic coupe with covered wheels. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. aluminum. Big, Super narrow cockpit. Yes. Like a little, one passenger. Yeah, yeah, one passenger. Very narrow. Yeah. And this one has the Porsche label on the front, and this was designed to go and win, like, the Targa Florio, you know, in Italy and stuff. Yep. And this thing just... It was just jaw dropping to me, and you could see, like, this is it. This was the this was the thing that turned turned it all. Did it look symmetrical? 
Or was it all? I, you know, I, 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 it was totally hand beat, like, yeah, 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 yeah. wonky all over the yeah. place. Sanded, aluminum. And like. you want to talk about, like, RS door cards and shit, right? That yeah. people, no. I mean, this was like a rope handle yeah. with, like, I mean, it was crazy. Like, you know, and it was all. Was it rear engine? Yeah, yeah. No, total. Like, it was, you know, more or less the predecessor. The, the early the, Beetle. Yeah, yeah. But like an arrow yeah. coupe version. And, I and can picture it. I think I've seen it. Yeah. It's got, yeah. Check and for whatever reason that one went totally crazy on. Uh, Eric posted on, a front view of it. I yeah, think, well, I posted right? like a couple of views of it, so uh-huh. check it out. Um, and it's it's stunning, you know, and it's just raw aluminum. The one that they have there it doesn't have wheels Love on that. it; it's just the body. Yeah, and you can see like um, the flanges where they do like the inner of the the door frames and stuff are all drilled out, and it's just like all the ideals of Porsche, his vision was expressed in this thing you know huh. it's it's light it's and what beautiful. year was that 38 or 39 yeah. or something yeah it's just, it's stunning and um so this was a this was sort of like the jaw dropper right out of the gate was that was like the maybe the third or fourth exhibit you know was was this thing and and um and it just it just you could trace it back like Everything started right there. That was it. Totally. You could, you could see it's it. so cool to yeah. see that history. Yeah. And, and then, you know, just everything from then, you know, all the the Type 1, which was, maybe you guys have seen, it came to Monterey. It's um, a mid-engine. Yeah. It was there. It was on the, uh, it did the Pebble Beach driving tour maybe four or five years ago. I was right there on yeah. Ocean Avenue. It's not all yeah. that pretty. It's not. It's, it's not, pretty rudimentary. Yeah. But, but, um, but, you know, it's cool. That and then, one, I, you almost have an argument for that's where you can see a lot of 356 in it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely 356. But um, it's mid-engine. It's mid-engine, yeah. And then um, there was something that I wasn't so familiar with, which was the America Roadster, which was, you guys have seen that. It's it's yeah. like a version of, it's a little different than the Speedster. And it was only sold in the U.S. And it was just a super stripped down, you know, basic. That, that was pretty cool to see that in the early 356s. Yep. And, um, pretty cheap know. cars, all those, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the 550 spiders that raced at Carrera Panamericana and yeah, um, that's where the Carrera name comes from. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. So much um, history there. Anything that impressed you from the more modern era stuff? Well, I, uh, cause you, you have Canepa in your backyard. So it's yeah, like yeah. 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 No, I get to see that all. And I see, you know, I see like a 917 every day, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. But, um, most people go into that museum. I bet you that's 50% of them. Right, go right for the 917. Yeah, exactly. Sure, but um, wh- one of the most compelling things to me was seeing the raw fiberglass body of a 908. It's like short see-through, thing. huh? Yeah, yeah. It weighed, um, I don't know, like 324 kilograms or something like that. It was the body <laughs> of the 908. Right. And it's 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 see-through. I mean, it's it's transparent. You know, the thing is in beautiful display, no paint or anything, just raw. Super cool. The... Um, Probably the one that hit me the most, just visually with the proportions and everything, was the long tail 908. Mm. Um, yeah, the Mon Fuck, that's a yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, it's just like it just keeps going. You know, it's crazy. It, it's like it's it's stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. And they had um, I don't nine seventeen. They had three nine seventeens. They had the 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 pig. The pink pig yeah. was there. Oh, that's awesome. uh, it's super funny to see that one in person compared to the more beautiful ones. Uh, yeah. That thing is ugly as hell. Yeah. But yeah. I remember that car, that car yeah. was there when I was there about right. you know, 30 years. And they years had ago. the martini liveried, uh, long tail, which is beautiful. That's awesome. They had the golf, um, blue and orange one with the, the, the sort of winglets that are upright. So mm-hmm. really different than the ones you see at Canepa. Yep. Great. Um, you know, on and on. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. I had a great day. 
And fantastic. then you went to Mercedes. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's um, not your mecca, but it's, not, it's well, yeah, yeah, but a lot it of was, silver, yeah, and a lot of yeah. history. Like um, they're right, the, they're the start, right? I mean, yeah, and first and car, right? first yeah. first car, and like understanding the history of um, like where did the name come from? I didn't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard of Daimler and Benz, but I didn't know yeah, where the, Mercedes the customer's daughter. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't know anything about the Yellenek or something, whatever, yep. the, whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. And um, so that was cool to find out about that. And Wait, that... What, well, tell me that story. What's the so deal? the biggest customer of uh, Ben's, his daughter's name was Mercedes, and yeah. so they decided to. <laughs> he was he was car. like a marketing genius. I mean, this guy was like yeah. an entrepreneur, super ballsy. Ordered like I don't know, like twelve race cars basically, and saw the potential. Yeah. Of what the the Benz Daimler people were doing and like made it, made it happen. And, um, and then named it after his daughter and like marketed the whole, like it wouldn't have happened without this guy. Right. He, he put the pieces together because it's not just, you're the genius engineer or designer. Or you can make you the gotta, best car in the world. Yeah. You gotta sell them. Right? You've got to be able to, to market <laughs> yeah. it. And he was the Steve jobs for Mercedes. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what so, stood out there? Um, well, I think it was, for me, what's like, you know, at the Porsche Museum was all about the, the cars and the guys and, you know, Ferry and Ferdinand and, you know, the Bootsy. Bootsy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, um, and dive, you know, he, I didn't know this, that he, he did obviously did the 911. Everybody knows that, but he did the 904 too. That was, and then, and then what I didn't know also was that in the early seventies, um, they, they like redesigned the whole managing executive structure of Porsche and he spun off and did Porsche design. So all the, all the product design, like all the toasters, yeah, and, watches and yeah. Adidas shoe collaborations and all that uh, stuff. That was all Bootsy. Uh, he started that whole, I didn't, I didn't really know about that. So that was interesting. Uh, Mercedes, um, certainly, um, amazing innovations, you know, all, all the way through, obviously from the earliest days and, and, a, and a really incredible era in the fifties with all the 300 SL stuff. But, uh, what impressed me the most of the museum was really just a 20th century history lesson through the lens of the automobile, right? Like this was the defining, like when we look back, you know, when, whatever our, you know, it, it, when you were in 2,500 and you look back at the, at the 20th century, it's the, the car. I mean, it changed the world. And so it was like the museum was really set up to tell the story of the 20th century through the lens of of the automobile and where uh, Porsche was involved with the Nazi regime and so forth. They didn't really, it wasn't really addressed at the Porsche museum mm. at Mercedes. It was, it was wide open. It wasn't they vilified it. or glorified or nothing. It was just straight ahead. Do they have any cars that are marked as such like parade cars? Uh, no, stuff? not, not really. Yeah. I, I, I think they probably stopped with, plaques on the wall talking about, you know, significant events and so right. forth. But what they certainly did was celebrate the fact that the car was really what put Germany back on the map also with economic recovery and so forth was all around the automobile industry. And that was really celebrated. And, um, and that's, that's what turned it all around for West Germany back in the, you know, in the fifties, mm. once, once they sort of got back control over companies and so forth you know there sure. was a period where there was just you know anyway i'm not i'm gonna try to give you guys a history lesson but yeah, it, was, yeah. it was um it was pretty fascinating to to look at to go like a hundred year history through the through the lens of the automobile and how 
all these you know steps along the way. And then certainly you know there's like eight floors. I mean it's it's immense. I, I'm looking and, forward. And to it's going like there. spiraling, right? And then yeah. They have the cars hanging in the middle and stuff. Yeah, I remember. yeah. And the, and there's some stunning examples of you know again my favorite eras right right there in the in the 50s. And there was this one. So cool. And then how about the I remember I remember being like blown away by like the what is it SSKs and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's an early there's one like stunning, the yellow one. Maybe? There's a there's a red convertible uh-huh. that 540K. is five k five yeah yeah and, and it's just. And how about yeah. the Silver Arrow cars? They have some of those Grand Prix they cars. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so down at the bottom was a, the full kind of race history. And um, there's the 722 Sterling Moss yep. car and, um, you know, right up to Petronas F1 cars, you know, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, uh-huh. Nico Rosberg and Hamilton. So um, pretty cool. And actually, Steve and I, uh, it was F1 qualifying for the Monza um while we were there and so we cool. we pulled into the cafe at the Mercedes Museum and watched uh, I did the same thing for yeah. at the Ferrari Museum. Yeah, yeah. I went to the so, cafe next door and watched the F1 that, race. That, that was yeah. kind of cool. So we did we did that and um and then yeah, had a had a great day. And then what was what was really cool at the very bottom for for a guy like myself who likes to draw and likes to draw cars, they had um they had paper and pencils and stuff, coloring book basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's probably geared towards kids, but while we were there, there was a designer from the Mercedes design team sketching cars, like oh, right sweet. and Whoa. badass sketches, like right there. I'm like, that's yes, awesome. that's really so cool. cool. And um, did you did you say, uh, let me? Yeah, step, I said, okay, step, step aside. Oh, the Pontiac salsa, step, step, <laughs> right here, right here. Yeah, so that was fun. Yes, <laughs> like sat down and, and did some doodles, and obviously had a lot of inspiration. Um, Do you from... have a picture of the salsa in your wallet? Yeah, child. Yeah, would have been would have been fun maybe you've heard of it to pass that across. <laughs> I, this was way before that guy was born. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome day and. Um, I definitely came away. I came back to my office feeling very inspired to um, make sure that we we always dig into the history of our brand. You know, we Jiro was started by an industrial designer who couldn't find the product that he wanted. You know, it's a story of yeah, very Porsche. Like he built the car that didn't exist. You know, and that's that's what the founder of Jiro did was he was a bike racer and like hey this this is a problem. This thing is heavy and clunky and I know I can do something lighter. And, and so it just, you know, reinvigorated me to, um, to think about our ideals. And so one of the, one of my favorite things of the Porsche museum was, was walking around and about every, I don't know, you know, 50 feet, 50 yards or whatever in the main floor was a word. And then a couple paragraphs about it. And it was in beautiful sans serif font, you know, stark black on white, just beautiful. And the first one was light, you know, but it's in German. Um, and, and it's a couple paragraphs about why that's important. And then it was, you know, fast and it's just, it's, it's sort of typical stuff, but it was, it was meaningful. It was impactful. Yeah. A couple paragraphs about that. And then it was, you know, strong and it was, um, you know, clever. And then the one thing that I really liked was it was consistent too. That, that there was like five pillars. And these are the things that, um, Ferdinand and Ferry and Butsy, you know, they believed in was these like, okay, we're going to look at, we're only going to do things that look through this lens. And, um, for me that was impactful, you know? And I know that like when I go back and work with my design team, that, um, that's the kind of stuff that's super inspiring that I want to 
I want to share with them. You know, yeah. What's yeah. the DWA pillars? Yeah. Uh, what is that? Rust. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> you inspired that. me. Yeah. So anyway, it was it, obviously uh, that's a great. Sounds show. like a blast. It was yeah. great, and you know we had a great show at Eurobike and everything. But man, like the, the day yeah. and a half in Stuttgart yeah. was, was meaningful. Day and a half. So yeah, I was going to ask: Did you do both museums at the same day? We did both museums the same day. Which that's I think hard. Is, is that it, what, it was? It was doable though. They're would only you, about, what would you recommend? How would you? It sounds like you guys absolutely did it right. Would you change nothing? Or well, we did the drive on the Friday afternoon. So yeah, we rolled in at like two and had it till. 5.30 or whatever, and then stayed the night in Stuttgart, found a wine festival that was happening. It was rad. Oh, it was <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, got up early and were there at opening, you know, like at 9 at the Porsche Museum. Did that until whatever, lunch, lunchtime. Yeah, I had lunch at the museum. And then rolled over to Mercedes. Um, I would say we were maybe slightly pressed for time at Mercedes because F1 qualifying. Uh, mm-hmm. If we didn't have F one qual, if you didn't time it with F one qualifying, you would have been mm-hmm. fine. Because that took forty five minutes or an hour or something. Yeah. Uh, so besides that, um, yeah, t- totally doable. They're only about twenty minutes apart. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, Sounds right. Mean, you could certainly spend more time. But yeah, yeah. Is, that right. well, Is it that time? I got to wrap it. I got kids to put. Yeah, in. No, I know. Thanks I, for letting I, me let me drone on for no, a while. No, this is great was, stories. Yeah. No, it's cool to hang it's with. Awesome. Guys. And you know what? We're here every week. So, <laughs> you, if you have more stories, more, more stories um, to tell, that was, more podcasts. Those are some, of some design chat, maybe some. But what I wanted yeah. to ask is, um, we always ask our guest stuff. But what do you want to ask us? Man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, we got to We got to say, I'd like, I've asked you the, you know, the the SC versus nine nine three question. Like, what, you know, what's that? Ten to fifteen thing that would like get me through for a period where it'd be fun. Dude, I feel like question. there's a lot of options. I know, but what is it? That's I feel like, like I feel like the options. It's a hard price range. <sighs> what about a well, uh, Boxster? <laughs> well, does it have to be a Porsche? That's no. Different. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it, obviously, I have, I have like the need. I want to be part of the club at some point, but. And I was, you know, the 914 was great. Does yeah. it need to transport your your kids? No, no, no. The, it's a, it's third, a toy. Yeah, it's a toy. It's the a GTI toy. is fine, paid off. It's all good. Not worrying about that. Man, what about a uh, what about a 996? <laughs> no, it's I mean, too modern. 15. It's too modern. We need like significant yeah. design history here. Yeah, I, I, Dude, I, well, I, I don't know. A Mark, I know. I, a Mark I, 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 I Golf is stuck in my head. Like, that'd be fun. It'd be fun to ride. It'd be fun. I mean, it yeah. doesn't have to be a lifelong you know, you know, car. Like, you just you, need a little you know, stopgap. You know what I need to do is just is say, Dad, I gotta, I gotta transport the Volvo up to Santa Cruz. That'll be your project. It needs, That's what you need. It needs to be driven and yeah. loved and shown. No, you need to sell him on this rally. Yeah, he's I mean, gonna be into yeah. it. But if you're and looking, then to you buy, say I'm gonna prep this thing for you. But yeah. if you're looking to buy a car, like ten to fifteen, it's, a, a different it's either nine nine six. Yeah, if you want a yeah. fast car, right? Quick car, right? And you want something close to the nine nine three, yeah. But faster, right? Or, and, or you go with like a nine fourteen. Yeah. How are you? That's or, a, or, or a nine forty four, nine forty four turbo, or something yeah. or S two. Like a really I mean, you don't have S2. to spend all the fifteen yeah, no, to have yeah. a good. But time. I almost, yeah, yeah. But you, mean, you, you can find a really nice turbo or S two. Yeah. How do you feel about clown shoes? He wants a Porsche. I like you can't because uh, yeah. I mean you can get a non M yeah. like a really cool right, non right. like clown uh, shoe. Uh, 
Michael has one. Right? Yeah. yeah, Michael Allen Ross. He's got a three liter. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going for that direction, might as well get a boxer. This is a better driving car. Mm. Well, I mean, drive. I guess you got to get into both yeah. and see. What, I mean, you drove. I got to be open to driving some more. You know what's funny about that clown show? Really quick. There's such a hodgepodge weird car, like a mix, like just a parts bin car. Yeah. Where you open, it's like E30 rear suspension. Yeah. You open the door sill and it has this deep sill going down and it's like an old E30. Right. It feels like an old car, like yeah. a really old car. Yeah. Like an 80s car. Cool. <laughs> like cool. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, trivia. Trivia time. We'll keep talking. We'll All keep right. talking. We'll throw some stuff your way. So I don't know, man. I was kind of kind of practicing oh shit <laughs> by all means seriously oh, awesome oh, that's, that's great maybe. dude do it always need a little symbol in there or something yeah. Yeah. i want to like have those little, little brushes on the symbol jazz it up a bit love it all right thanks guys let me do that no thank you all right uh ferdinand porsche was chief designer at what make prior to starting his design consultancy uh i'm gonna go with uh mercedes anyone else have any guesses it's pretty obscure mm. oh really well no no, 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 no you're, you're very you're very okay. close audi auto union brian <laughs> vw and daimler Dim- oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i was yeah. yeah jumping the gun you're over. right there yeah I, i'm gonna give it to you all right, all right. um what year did Porsche first race at Le Mans? Ooh. First car. Oh, is that Whoa, close wheel get a car? Porsche car? This was in the Gamund 356 Coupe, yes. and it won its class. So first try. 40, be like 50, 50, 51. Same, 53. Lane. 51. 51. 51. Right. Good. Nice. Very well done. Nice. Give me uh, first pop-up headlights in a Porsche. Ooh, that would be, oh, shit. Ooh. Uh, for production car? Yep. So we're 914, so that's it. I'm going 914. Oh, yeah. 914. 914 wins. Uh, The 9-4... Oh, by the way, today is... 914. 914. Nice. Although, this is a Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to it later, but... We're recording on 914. Got it. Um, How many 914-6s were produced? Like 3,000. Anyone else care to... I'm just riding Lane's coattails here. He's answering very quickly. Let's say... I don't know, 1,800... 1920. 3350. Nice. Ah, I have no idea. Yeah. That's a really low number for three years of production. I'm kidding. Yeah. They yeah. sold, what, 100,000? They were expensive, dude. Yeah. I know. Mm. Just terrible sales. Mm. And it, I mean, the, you got to think, it was like the cheapest Porsche with the expensive engine. The 911 motor. They're right? like, oh, I'll just buy a 911 then. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why had would no you buy different, that? Uh, differential uh designs so you're yeah. you're basically getting the same car that you looks just had five lug wheels and yeah. yeah how many of the ones with factory flares did they have or was that GTs? race car only gts i mean uh, i don't know they're 750 grand now so was that was that a street car or was that yeah, only race they car? made a, a handful yeah and a couple 916s and stuff like that but well I think that's a podcast. I think it's a good podcast. That's a podcast. Like to me. Damn, guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming, Eric. Right. Yeah, that, was, that, was, uh, that was great. That was long overdue. Cheers. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Yeah. we should have done that earlier. It was right. a great, great well, story. Thanks for letting me tell some stories. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Now, you guys are, it's really been fun to connect with you guys. And like, like I was saying earlier with, with Instagram, uh, it's, it's cool. Like, it I mean, awesome. sometimes 
that yeah. social media shit seems lame. And, yeah, you want to kind of like faux pas, like, yeah, like stupid, it's lame. You know, yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Like, um, it's it's Thread. for me. It's um, in my life right now. It's giving me like access to this world that yeah, yeah. is super Same cool here. and connecting with cool people. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a reason that we gravitated towards Instagram because it's yeah. it's all about the visual aspect of right. it and kind of what we dig and you're on the same level. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, you can obviously see my obsession there and all that. Yeah. But hopefully you guys dig, well, dig when what you, you see. When you yeah. buy your car or yeah. you get your Volvo it'll, up here, it'll be well whatever. documented. Yeah. Check out, know. check out the Volvo. Like fine. It's, it's kind of deep in there. It's probably from maybe repost a picture. All right. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow is uh, throwback Thursday. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Go. I've got some pictures in front of the Santa Barbara mission. You should send oh, us a picture. Send yeah. us one. We'll, we'll post it. We'll, yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll post it for the episode. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. It's the thing is, you won't believe it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll have to have your dad on the podcast. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, I know he's got some history. It's pretty yeah. like yeah. Jim Connors. That was what autocross was called. You know, back yeah. In the 60s. That's what and it used to be different, panel. right? Like yeah. you would be doing like donuts and putting it in reverse and stuff. And I don't know. Oh yeah, you have yeah. to stop in the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like right, right, yeah. Right. So yeah. Eric, uh, real quick, yeah. um, I'm I'm very interested in this ten to fifteen thousand dollar yeah. challenge now. All right. um, does it have to be rear wheel drive? Like, give us some like kind of metrics to work off of. <laughs> You know, um, preferred. I mean, the 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 Mark One GTI is that that could like be fun for a bit. You know, I don't know if it's quite got the. I need I need the kick in the pants a little bit, probably more than that. Mm. But Maybe. I may not be able to afford that right now. So you now. want power? So I gotta. I think I gotta have because that's all. You, about why do you want power? You want to do donuts or something? Uh, you want to do some burnouts? <laughs> I mean, I, this is a serious question. Yeah. That was a priority yeah, yeah. for me at I, one I, point. This guy's driving an electric car, by the way. Yeah. Well, like for instance, <laughs> so I drove a, a nine eight one Cayman, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a not an S. It's a oh okay. Cayman, just the Cayman. Like it ran underwhelming. Out of, it ran out of steam, but it was mm. like it's so capable. Like well, if, you think, so, if you think that's no, no, slow, I know, I know, no, no. But like the, the the like I don't know. Yeah, it, it needs to be more raw and and visceral, or it needs to have a lot more power. That was a manual transmission. Yeah, PDK. Yeah, yeah. I mean those the that's super underwhelming car. Like, right. Like my nine forty four is more entertaining to drive right. than so, that even though it's way slower and half right. the power mm. like warren's and, you, know, he's and, more... you know my gti has like with the apr tune it's got like 250 pounds yeah, like, it goes that's, it's fast yeah, like that's uh, ryan or my buddy ryan with yeah his, with the uh, e46 yeah his m3 he was cracking up because he couldn't drop me in the gti and he's got you know like 80 more horsepower or something and yeah. He's like that car's fast. It is. What so, about a what about a perfect E thirty six M three? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Because for ten, I know. I know of one mm-hmm. actually. That's an original owner over the hill. It's some family friends. It's silver with a gray interior. It's perfect. Got the, it, it could be fun. Do you have a favorite designer? I feel like the E thirty six M three. It's not like design centric, and for some reason, mm. it feels like that would be important on I'd your love, side. I'd yeah, I don't know if I can afford a favorite designer. Um, Tom Chaharda. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who else? That. Yeah. No, oh, no, he, uh, he did uh, Ferrari. I mean Maserati. Yeah. No, nah, he's he's done some amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Gigiaro. Dude, and... there you go. Maserati by Turbo, nineteen eighty six. Easy. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll, you'll, just, yeah. you'll never um, get to drive it. Fijoni Falaci. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Gisara, <laughs> way back you get, machine. You can get your rabbit. So yeah. that's you that's yeah. yeah. Let, let's uh, let's let's ponder it though. I'm yeah. into the ten to fifteen. All right, let's let's, let's let Eric right. talk. I got to go talk to kids in bed. Yeah. Thank okay. you guys. That All was right. super fun. Sweet. We'll see you guys. Uh, wish I could make the rally this weekend. You it's guys good, have man. an awesome we'll be there time. Next time. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see you for the See if the five forty four can can make it. That would be so rad. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Don't hang up, Bart. Thank you.
slightly off topic here, but just to let you know that I had a good time. There's 30,000 people at BYU, so that's about 15,000 girls. And guys, when they're 19, they all leave and they go on a mission for two years. <laughs> Except yeah, huh? the non-Mormon guy. Oh. So <laughs> I was the only like 19 and 20 year old guy. <laughs> so I'll just let you ponder that for a moment. But um, anyway, back to design. So.